we would like to give a shout out to our sponsors, Schultz Electric LLC, serving all your electronic needs. Whether it be residential or commercial, no job is too big or too small. They are licensed and insured. You can contact them on Facebook at Schultz Electric LLC. While you're there, give them a like or by email at jschultzelectric at gmail.com or by phone 859-991-3176. Mention this podcast and get 10% off your next installation. Estimates are always free. Precision Air Heating and Cooling, veteran-owned and operated. Here at Precision, we care, and we're not comfortable until you are. We service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Mention this podcast and receive 10% off of cleaning, upfront pricing, no hidden fees. Please contact us with any heating or cooling needs, 859-493-0250. And now, on to the show. Welcome, everyone, to a sit-down. I am your host, Tony Pompilio. And I am your co-host, Matt Buford. Well, Matt, it's been uh, been about three weeks since we did one. Yeah, I thought you went on sabbatical. Yeah, yeah we, we shut it down, man. Uh, softball started up, and you know my daughter and Matt's daughter play, and uh, things just got almost back to normal. Right. You know, we're at a ball field, and depending on where you're at, you can eat in some restaurants, not others, but we're going. Here we go. Yeah. Tell, so Tell them what we got. Uh, well, we have a special uh, special guest tonight. Uh, proud to say this because anybody that knows me and, and you know knows I'm on my Facebook, I always want the Ninth Region to do well in anything and everything. And uh, now that we're up here in the bubble, man, we got it. So we'd like to welcome your 2021 KHSAA State Champions, the Highlands Bluebirds. So uh, we have Coach Listerman with us. Thanks for coming. Uh, thank you for having me tonight. Uh, well, we appreciate it. And uh, we have two players here. Go ahead. I'm Zach Barth. Luke Muller. All right. So, uh, so guys, we're going to get with Coach, but we're going to get you in and get you guys out. First off, thank you all for coming, man. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, no problem, man. It's, uh, it's neat. It's neat, you know. And sure. uh, I have a couple questions and probably going to double them up with the coaches here. But uh, so what was it like? Um, it was crazy. Uh just being out there with these guys, been playing with them since third grade, Zach and Sam, and just knowing the other guys in the community, doing it with guys you've been around your whole basketball career. It just was awesome with these coaches. Uh, just made it a lot better. Yeah, like he said, it was insane. And since we've been playing with each other for so long, us winning, it just meant a lot more. Yeah. Because we've been playing together so long. So, obviously, I've – I've, I've repped you guys, obviously, but to uh, to have a ninth region team win it, you know, and Cuffcat a handful of years ago, and um, even Holmes, what was it? Was it 12 or 9? Uh, 2009. 2009. Uh, so it's just neat when it comes back home, you know, because uh, we, we're kind of longer the journey up until regionals, and then it's like you guys are on your own, and then we're on our own in terms of uh, being a part of the ride. But uh, selfishly, uh, we were fortunate. I mean, we went down there on the first day, me and my kids, and then the rest of the weekend, the girls' fast pitch team was down GRC, so it was great, you know. Yeah, so it just to, you know, it worked out to be yeah. there to watch it, watch it with you guys. So um, the, the the first first time you walked in there, obviously you guys have probably been the rut before to watch a Kentucky game or something. But to be on the floor, so in the officiating rule, we kind of have a joke. Uh, your first time you go, when you come out, don't look up, you know, because yeah. you know I think 
uh, obviously Kentucky, Carolina, and Syracuse. Obviously, Syracuse is a football field, but it's just it's in Louisville. It's twenty something thousand people. You know, it's kind of an illusion, if you will. So, uh, what, what was that like just to even get there? And I guess w- as soon as you came out, like for warm-ups, your, your first game, you know? Yeah, uh, I've been there to watch a couple games, and I knew it was going to be huge. Uh, I think when I was about 10 or 12 years old, I was out there. My dad's work somehow, they were having a little get-together there, and I was out there just shooting around. And being out there as a kid, it was awesome. I'm not a big UK fan, but – I so knew, who you with? I'm IU. IU right, that'll work. Yeah, they're that'll struggling, work. but uh, that's all right. It was just cool to be there, and uh, I think Ernie Liggett, who's yeah. actually used to be a referee, actually told me that same thing. When you get there, don't look up. So yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 I'm not dumb. I ain't that smart to make yeah. it up. And by the way, Ernie Liggett's the godfather of officiating, if you will, man. He's uh, a yeah. he's a great great, great guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah. Uh, for, by the way, good job for you guys and coaches here to have him. I don't want to say on staff, if you will, but. Sometimes you get some funky play. It's nice to have uh, a legend there yeah. who can give you the answer or the rule. Yep. You know, rather, you know, hell, we, we, you know, we get plays wrong sometimes, but, you know, as, as upset as coaches might be, Ernie might, might be like, hey, I, by the rule, he's right. Yeah, you it's know? great to have and, him around yeah. for sure. So uh, what do you got, man, first yeah, time going out there? That's what I was going to say. Uh, Ernie told us to not look up, but I think that was one of the best parts. Right. Looking <laughs> up, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it is, right. It, 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 it's crazy, and, and you know, uh, I got goosebumps right here, man, just – you know, to hear you guys say that, it, you know, it's funny because not being about me, but my first time, that's what it was. They're like, don't look up, you know, and, and that's what I tell everybody I'll talk to who gets there. Like, guys, don't look up. It's I don't know why, but it's what they told me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so um, throughout the season, man, this year, and like I've always said, I'm proud of the ninth region. And you know, it's not like another region, maybe Louisville, because they have two. Sixth and seventh is yeah. pretty good. Um, but between our boys and girls, we've had seven to eight teams that were in the top ten all year. Uh, obviously, we've had you guys, St. Henry, um, uh, good night, um, Govcath, and uh, Beachwood. They were yep. you guys flirted all four of these in the top ten mm-hmm. ish, top fifteen ish, and then in the girls we had Notre Dame, we had Dixie, and we had Ryle. You know, that's, that's seven teams in the top ten out of yeah. one region. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, uh, just what was it like going into regionals? And I say this respectfully because you know districts, you know, it was was pretty handled, but going into regionals. Everyone knew at some point somebody was going to get, you know, there was a two seed somewhere, you know, yeah. uh, and, you know, having the Dixie Beachwood game, you know, somebody knew somebody was going to get, you know, St. Henry. And uh, obviously the drawing is the way it worked out. But um, just what was that experience like um, with the whole COVID thing and being at homes and not at Northern? Because that's one thing I've always said for our region. We were fortunate that we did get to play at Northern. Obviously, it's not UK, but there is a death perception, and, and I think that does help. I think I know the 16th or Moorhead. I'm sorry, the 15th, because um, we rotate there for officiating, and then I think down at Western they play. Yeah. But besides that, there's not many. Uh, you know what? The, the third other, regions the, in Owensboro, and then the 11th is at Eastern. 11th is at Eastern. The uh, fourth, I believe, is in at Western because okay. that would be Bowling Green's region. Gotcha. Um, the seventh or the um, Depending upon the year, right. seven yeah, it, sometimes yeah. ends See, up at Bellarmine or you know, they get on a college size floor, but not not like an arena, not right. like Moorhead or Northern. Right. So you know, in years past, that's been a little bit of an advantage. Um, obviously, the numbers this year kind of showed for themselves. <laughs> hey, it didn't make hey, any difference hey, for coach, us, Coach. Hey, we're gonna take the last minute out because <laughs> the numbers you guys put up didn't mean a daggone thing. Uh, hey, hey, you guys could have shot up there at uh, St. Thomas and it wouldn't have mattered. 
But uh, so um, just playing over at Holmes, and obviously with the COVID and, and good job, whether it was the state or the home or the the ninth region, whoever was involved for kind of opening the numbers up. What was it like three fifty or four fifty per school and a hundred at the gate or something like that? I think we were uh, right about nine hundred total. Gotcha. Um, is is I think what what they were working at right around that number. So. Um, and I don't know what the final numbers ended up, but um, we were able to get students in, which I think was just huge. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll let these guys talk about the difference of, of going to the regional tournament and having students in the stands. And then, again, we, we were able to have a lot of people there when we went down to Lexington. So, um, you know, from my end of it, it was, it was awesome. It felt, it felt very close to normal. Right. Now, I agree with you, man. Um, you are just throughout the season, and it felt like um, – it's not saying a secret here. As the season went on, some schools tend to the, – the, the, the door got a little more open, it seemed like, which was great. Um, I know going into the last two weeks, it almost felt kind of normal, you know. Um, obviously, I had you guys up at your place a couple times, and, and it was nice, you know. And then just to go over to Holmes and watch, which was nice. Uh, I'm being selfish here. We were the opposite with the region we went to this year, the 12th. So it was nice because normally, you know, we're at the same time. So it was nice to be at home and come watch you guys, and not just you guys. And, you know, for the listeners, obviously I have them on. That's why I say you guys, but just the ninth region tournament in general, you know, because, you know, heck, and I say this respectfully, Connor made it to the finals. I know it's all about the draw sometimes, but who, who would have thought preseason, you know, Connor would have made it to the finals and, and Dixie would have beat St. Henry in the districts. You know, it, right. it is what it is. And, and just so you guys know, uh, Matt's a Dixie alum here. Uh, <laughs> no why to say that because they weren't here when we talked about all that. Yeah, so, uh but uh, but anyway, so um, so just to play over at Holmes in the crowd and all that, you know, what what was that experience like? Um, a, I don't want to go through game by game, but just like when you won the region to have the blue and white there, and I don't know what it was that night, yeah. blackout, whiteout, whatever it was. But. Yeah, it meant a lot to see all the students there. They wanted they wanted in the games all year, and to finally have them there was awesome. They were able to go, and it helped us a lot. Uh, it pushed us. Um, we knew the region was going to be tough, obviously, going into the year, all the preseason stuff. I know rankings don't mean much, but there was a lot of good teams up there in our region. And I kind of thought the whole year, whoever made it out of our region has a great shot to win state. And that happened this year, and it was yeah. us. So it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think the uh, having our friends and students at Highlands coming, that brought a lot of energy and motivated us to do even better. It's huge, man. Mm -hmm. And I know you're a Duke guy. Sorry, yeah. I can't speak much for Indiana. But, you know, it, it's huge. And, and I'm being sarcastic because of the crazies. But uh, at Duke, is that, um, you know, when you go on a run, there's a difference when you go on a 7-0 run, 9-0 run with 200 people there or 900 people and six of them, 600 <laughs> of them are cheering for you. You know, it's a big difference, you know. Um, you know, and, and even as an official, I got goosebumps right now. When there's a run, you look over, you know that coach wants a timeout, you know. Not that we give a crap who wins or who's on the run, but when all of a sudden when people get loud, it's, it's exciting. You know, it's 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 fun. But uh, all right, so 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 you we won the region. You get downstate. Um, so what was uh, what was your uh, daily routine, if you will? Because I know you you schedule. You had the night game and early and all this and that. So what did you guys do? You know, just during the day. Uh, we spent a lot of time together in the hotel, just hanging out, playing video games, uh, trying to drink a lot of water, stay hydrated. We knew that was going to be important coming down the stretch and uh, getting good stuff to eat, uh, hanging out with our families that were there. It was good. They were staying in the hotel with us and grandparents and stuff like that. So, And the whole community was there at the hotel, everyone part of the team, and that was pretty cool to see. Everyone was watching the games, 
when uh, they were playing and we weren't. So it was pretty cool. We got to see the, some of the teams that we were going to go up against, and I think that helped us a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we rested a lot, and it was fun watching the other games in the hotel. Like, we watched Elizabethtown, didn't we? Who'd they we did watch, we watched them in the semifinals. We, we were able to sit in the lobby, and with the live stream, we plugged into the TVs in the lobby. So we had, you know, sort of watch parties with the rest of the tournament. And the parents got into watching the games, and they're talking about, well, what do you think about this matchup? And, that, and when they started asking me questions, I went up to the room and took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, these guys got got to experience this tournament in a little different way. You know, in years past, you'd show up, if you played the second game in a session, you'd show up early and you kind of get the atmosphere of what's going on. So uh, we kind of wanted to give them a little bit of taste of it um, as we watched the games. It was nice that we played the afternoon game on – or the first game on Thursday – because we, we won and handled our business and then got to just sit down and kind of relax the rest of Thursday night. But then when we got to Friday, I mean, Friday, I'll let them talk about it, but it was a whirlwind from the time we, we started on Friday till we finished up on Saturday night. Um, but we, we got uh, treated really to a nice meal at, uh, at Malone's. We, we were able to take the kids there and, and had a great dinner. And uh, like I said, winning on Thursday, whatever happened after that, you felt like you were part of the tournament. Right. And and so so the first you know sort of the first goal is just let's just win the first one, and then then you're talking about all right let's let's get to Saturday you know if you can get to Saturday then then anything can happen and um, you know we were able we were so fortunate in the way that we played and you know you going back to the regional tournament you talk about matchups um, I think that it was it was a tournament of, of matchups that fell a certain way I mean you know Dick uh, Covcat St Henry that's a tough matchup for both of those teams right out of the gate. I think we're a, a tougher matchup for St. Henry than, than Coveney Catholic was just because of our personnel. Same thing with Dixie and Connor. The way Connor shoots the three really dictated and the matchups against against Dixie. If, if you shuffle it up and you draw again, it's possible we get eight different winners out of that tournament based on, on the matchup. So, um, you know, we were fortunate. It was, it was great the way that our guys performed. And the stuff in the hotel, like they talked about, we were, we stayed at the Griffin Gate, so there were what were there six or seven teams out of the sixteen were staying in our hotel. Um, I think probably the most fun, if you guys could talk about it, were the brackets that the hotel had yeah. uh, as you walked in. So they had they had the whole tournament bracket, and when you won, you got to write your <laughs> name cool. to advance yeah, it. Yeah. And awesome. I don't know who did. I'll let you guys tell them what they did after the McCracken, <laughs> or right before the McCracken County game. I don't know who took care of that. All right, go ahead, man. Come on. What, did they spell it wrong or something? No. Did somebody before we know. played. So we played the last game on Friday night. Well, somebody in Friday afternoon wrote Highlands in the advancing to the semifinals before we ever Kinda played. Kind of gave them some bulletin oh. board material, if you will. <laughs> so somebody, so, so the, the hotel staff saw that, and they got the white out, and they, they whited it out. And then when we got back, they're like, Coach, Somebody's, we, we don't, they didn't need to white it out. So yeah. we, <laughs> I, don't remember that. I don't know who, I don't know who wrote it. I don't know if it was from uh, our team, but certainly our supporters, I think found a way to put us on advance us before right, the right. game. Well, hey, whoever it was was smart. So listen, <laughs> now, I do want to backtrack here just during the regionals. I'm sorry. Yeah. Regionals. Um, you know, I live up here at Midway, by the way, I, about five times a week. <laughs> yeah. Um, we went there to eat before we came over to Holmes to watch you guys play St. Henry, and I'm going to give him a shout-out because if I don't, I'm not doing him justice. Zach and Wyatt are pretty tight, you know, so as you can imagine. 
Zach lives here, wants you guys to win, but he's tight with Wyatt. And that relationship came two years ago down in the OLA. I was fortunate enough to work it, and that was the first year St. Henry had won it. You know, so you know me. Even though I got bumped because you can't work your region, I had my red and blue pom-poms on, you know. <laughs> Come on, St. Henry, let's go, you know. So Zach and Wyatt became tight. So my point is we were at Midway, and it was just I, I had – this is nothing to do with the state tournament, but on that far back wall, some fella came in with his laptop, and they were plugging it in <laughs> so they could watch the game up there. And I know that sounds minor, but, you know, it's the whole community was behind you guys well before you were at the state tournament. You know, so I just said that was pretty neat. You know, I don't know if you all knew that story yeah. or not, but Midway had the game streaming on that back TV, man. And because, uh, like I said, we ate and we were going over to Holmes. So, uh, all right, so first round, you know, McCracken, I'm McCracken, right? It's the first round? Muhlenberg. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Muhlenberg, sorry. So um, you got them, and they're going to get in a second round. That you got the first one under your belt. I know Coach had mentioned it. You know, you got to get the first one, then obviously, you know, game by game. But did, did you feel a little more relaxed after that first win, or, or, or was everything still – High intensity, 100 miles an hour. Yeah, I think we were pretty focused the whole time, or at least we tried to be. And we went in there with a lot of confidence. I think that was our biggest thing. Uh, a lot of shooting confidence, a lot of confidence in each other. And uh, we knew we had a team that could do it, and I think that's what really pushed us. And getting through that first game, because we haven't been there before, was obviously a big deal. Uh, we knew they had a tough kid that could go off for a good amount of points any night. And he started hitting shots. We I think we stayed pretty composed. That big uh, early lead helped us, obviously. But, uh, yeah, getting through that first game was a big deal for sure. Anything on that? Nope. Good enough. All right. <laughs> it all. Uh, so, uh, all right, so let's just get to Saturday. And correct me if I'm wrong here, Coach. Uh, obviously, it was Easter and the COVID. Everything got bumped. So, it's been a handful of years since they did that, that Saturday that morning, Saturday deal. night. Yeah. Now, back in the day, that was normal, that right? That was every year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, just uh, um, we'll talk to them, and, and then respectfully we'll talk about it with you later on with the other coaches. So for you two, um, obviously never experiencing it is one thing, but you know, when was the last time you played two high school games in a day? I don't think ever. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now, now the, the most important game you're going to play two games in a day. <laughs> yeah. You know, of all the times to do it. So uh, what was that like? And you know, Matt and I spoke about it. Obviously, you guys. Now, please correct me. You guys were the second game on Saturday, yeah. so. Not saying I'm all, you know, everybody should be equal here, but I'm like, that's kind of an advantage from the first game because that's the, at least a good two hours they're going to have of quote-unquote relaxing. So um, what was that like? And, and I ask, not the generic what was it like. I know you had to play, probably get an hour and a half, get something to eat, maybe get a quick shower, refresh, and come back out. Besides that, what was it like? What was it like to know that you won? And, man, here in about two hours we're playing for a state championship. Yeah, uh, I think going into it, uh, we talked with the coaches, a couple meetings in the hotels. We knew if we got to that point, uh, it's going to be kind of a mental game at that point because both teams are playing two games. Uh, it's going to be – you're going to be a little more tired. Your legs aren't going to be there as much. And we were fortunate enough to have some uh, guy, or some people help us out, get some ice in the hotel, stuff like that, uh, get us a lot of fluids. Uh, we laid down for a couple hours. I actually watched them film on uh, the team we were about to play, Ashland, and then – or actually, sorry, Elizabethtown after that. And, uh, yeah, we just got our feet above us and tried to get our legs back as much as we could. And I think we did a good job of that. And then yeah. we ended up <laughs> knocking down shots. Yeah, now you did, yeah. yeah. Hey, tr- truth the truth, man. Yeah. You got anything else to add on yeah, to that? Yeah, it, it reminded me of the AAU days. Like, right. Yeah, waking up 
at a hotel and then playing multiple games a day definitely awesome. reminded me yeah, of that. Sure. So um, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't there for the championship game. I had a wedding. Uh, <laughs> way it goes. But I will promise you this because I told you, you know, the kids were down there for softball. Uh, when I say kids, my daughter, but my son was there too. And um, you know, I told Kelly, you know, I was like, look, if they win, you better get these tickets. And, again, respectfully, whether it's you guys or any time a ninth region team wins it and you're 20 minutes from up, you, you want to be a part of that or at least witness it. And um, I, I'm glad to say that my, my kids and my wife was there to see it. And uh, so what, at what point, and I know, what, what, what did it end up? Uh, 79-60 was 70, the yeah, I knew it was, I thought it was 19 is what yep. I thought. So at what point was there a media timeout or was there a timeout that coach called or even E-Town called? At what point was like, we got it? Uh, I think halftime was a big deal. Uh, we were up 21, I think, and with the caliber guys we got on our team, I knew it was going to be tough for them to come back. So we just tried to play it quarter by quarter at that point. Uh, remember Coach Blaston game kept saying, win this quarter. So uh, I think we ended up tying the third quarter, which still gives us a 21-point lead, and we kind of sat on that. Uh, we, we kept playing hard, obviously, but – I think uh, about five minutes left in the fourth quarter, I saw some quit in those kids' eyes, and that's when I knew we had it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, getting getting up on them early definitely helped us keep a lead and just stay positive throughout the whole game. I tell you, that's the one thing I can say about you guys, and, you know, we officials talk, and Matt and I, we talk a lot. That's why we got this daggone podcast. But – and at one point you guys were averaging, what, like 83 points, 83 and a half or something? Yeah, we were up. Something like that, right? Yeah, we were number two in the state most of the year, right around 80, between 80 and 83. So just curious who was one. I, North, oh, North Laurel. Oh, North right. Laurel, yeah. the, the shepherd kid, shepherd. right? Okay. Yeah. And, but but I, I got to say, respectfully to North Laurel, you guys probably had a few more tougher games than them. Uh, they showcased him. Yeah, I, yeah, I think and, and so. And I say that because right. ninth. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not your out-of-region games, just your normal games. Right. You know? you know, I mean, the ninth region does such an unbelievable job in scouting and game yeah. prep and everything else. So, you know, there were a lot of teams that tried to slow us down well, and, and, and yeah. had a hard time doing it. Yeah. Well, because that's what Matt and I say, you know, and I know with you being a Duke guy for years, they live and die by the three for a lot. And I'm like, man, the only thing that scares me about you guys, <laughs> and I mean it respectfully – because I've had a couple of your games last year, you know, it, when you only hit three or four, yeah. when you're used to hitting 12, that's 27 points you don't have, yeah. you know. But uh, fortunately for you guys, you never even came close to that point. Yeah. Uh, but uh, listen, I, I don't want to keep you guys, man, um, you know, because we're going to bring the coaches on here. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? You know, I do have a question. I, I do before I get to you, Matt. Um, I know the past couple of days you guys have been doing your, your elementary tours, if you will. What does that feel like? Uh, it's very cool. Just – Hearing all the teachers and stuff when we go there saying this is they've been waiting for it all day and when we get there they're all happy. You can see the smiles on their faces and uh it's just great to set an example. And we stopped in one classroom today and uh, I think coach asked uh who's gonna play basketball for Highlands and about five kids raised their hand and got all excited and that was pretty cool just to be the top of the line right now, but knowing those kids are gonna come up and they got something to play for. And then uh, just being excited, like stuff, basketball camps and stuff. Hopefully I can come back for stuff like that because I know it means a lot to the kids and means a lot to us too. Yeah, our community showed a lot of support throughout the whole the whole journey for the state tournament. They yeah. showed a lot of support. And it was awesome seeing that they had our back. Yeah, oh, it's 
Hey, hey, hey well, when you win, everybody shows up. Everybody <laughs> shows up when you win. <laughs> well, go ahead, Matt. You got anything else before we wrap up with these men? Yeah, you know, obviously, I don't. I can't talk nearly as much as this guy. So that's just kind of the, how we yin and yang here. But congratulations to all three of you, and we appreciate you guys coming out. But um, you know, Tony's asked quite a few questions, but I don't know that he covered this. I had to step away for a minute from everything, and we'll start with you, Zach. The best memory where you can sit back and think about uh, as this thing went on. What is that for you? Hmm. I would say after the game, seeing the joy on the coaches and everybody's faces, it was just awesome to secure the win and bring it back home. It's tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And Good. being at uh, Rupp, that was also awesome, an awesome experience, playing on the court and everything. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, obviously winning championships is awesome. But uh, going back, just the work we do off the court, uh, just doing it with the guys, uh, going through sweat and stuff like that, just stuff I'm going to miss. And I know these guys are going to get after it next year, but those are the memories that I'm going to miss the most. But winning championships, seeing all the smiles (laughs) is awesome, too. (laughs) You got anything else, Matt? That's it. Coach, you have anything you want to maybe add on to something they didn't say or – just, uh, you know, these guys have done an unbelievable job. Um, everything that we asked them to do, especially, like you mentioned, deal, dealing with COVID, you know, we asked them to take a step back socially. Um, we asked them to put in extra time. We asked everything we asked of them, they did. And I, I, obviously, you, in order to have a chance at a championship, you have to do that. But there's no guarantees that you're ever going to get there. And And not just Zach and Luke, but our whole group – bought into that and they did it and um I couldn't have been couldn't be more proud and you talk about representing the ninth region not only what we did on the floor but the way that those guys handled themselves in the hotels and the restaurants and I had so many compliments about just our guys that uh as a coach that's what makes me the most proud championships are awesome but the fact that we were we're raising great young men is is what makes me the most proud and and, and I couldn't be happier for those two guys no, no, you're you're absolutely right. Um, there's a uh, whether it's coaching or, or I even jokingly say this when I DJ at the end of the night. You know, all the drunk people are going to tell you, "Hey, good job." You know, <laughs> but when you have the 57 year old aunt comes up and says, "Hey, man, hey, you, you have a great group of young men here," or you did a really good job. You know, it almost means more than the win sometimes yes. uh, emotionally. But um, now you you said something that stuck with me, man. Um, come back. You know, now, now now when you're 27, you know I don't want you hanging around the high school but yeah. but no your first year or two out man you come back because i'm telling you i know you're back right mm-hmm. just want to be sure yeah. okay i know you're back but just come back man and, and give yeah. and uh i'm gonna wrap it up with this man you always come back because that trophy ain't going nowhere yes, so sir. y'all got mm-hmm. anything else you want to add uh just thanks for having us again mm-hmm. all right man hey appreciate it congratulations and uh good luck all right, thank, thank you. you thanks guys all right welcome back we want to thank Luke and Zach for coming. Um, they did their part, and they're out of here. Now we got the coaches on. We have Scott Blassingame, Kevin Orm, and we have the head coach, Kevin Listerman. Thank you all for coming. Appreciate it. Thanks thank you. for having us. All right, so um, not to get repetitive, just obvious questions, you know, that we asked the boys. But uh, this, this year, you know, um, I know, Coach, you had mentioned it with COVID um, and the expectations and everything you asked from the players and coaches. You know, we've got to limit ourselves. Because all it takes is one one bad apple, and we're all shut down. So, um, just w- w- what were some of the things you have done that maybe besides the obvious that 
that some people knows that everybody had to do? Like, what was something that you guys did just to try and be precautionary? Well, I'm, yeah, every day of practice you had to do the temperature checks and you had to stay religious with that. Um, you know, we followed the protocols with the, the ball, you know, sanitizing the basketballs, having three basketballs at the games was, was a little different. Um, you know, rotating those type of things at practice. Um, but I, I don't think any of that was necessarily bad. I think the, the hardest adjustment was figuring out the bench. You know, at the beginning of the year, was we had to have assigned seats and, um, you know, everybody's got to have their own towel and we had to have, you know, how is this, how, how is it going to look? Where are we going to sit? <clears throat> and, and in our gym, that, because of the limited space, really became a challenge. And I actually, I mean, we were talking about chairs and who was going to go where. I said, well, just, I'll sit up in the stands. I said, because I don't sit very long anyway. So <laughs> I said, there's no reason to waste a spot for me. So, you know, when game started, I was two rows deep in the stands and, and everybody else was kind of in their spot. So um, that was the, that, those are the type of things that were there. And then, you know, as the coaches, we, we talked about it. Like, you know, hey, if, if you're not feeling good, we told the kids, just stay home. If you're not feeling good, same thing as the coaches. And so, you know, we limited what we could do. You know, we couldn't go out and scout, couldn't go and do a lot of normal type things, especially early in the season. So um, it, you just adjusted to it, and everybody was kind of in, you know in the same boat. So it wasn't like there was an advantage or disadvantage. But um, I know that with the streaming stuff that was out there, you could watch a lot more of, of everybody else too. So um, you know it, it had its pluses and minuses. Yeah, I'll add on to that a little bit. Uh, my biggest fear for the whole year was being the one to get that program shut down. You know, because I knew what we had. I knew we had you know. Vincent back, Muller back, Barth back, all these guys that hit a lot of time, and we were going to make a run. And there was many nights I laid there, and, you know, I'd feel a little scratch in my throat. I'd be like, oh, man, I, I, is it going to be me? You know, am I going to be the one that gets our program shut down 14 days? Uh, but, you know, the school was so good with everything. I mean, obviously we were preaching all the time about wearing your mask, all the, you know, stay away from social things. Uh, but, you know, temperature checks every day was a must, you know. Sanitizing and balls every 15, 20 minutes, that's a must. But the kids really took it on themselves. You know, I could see them, you know, it was hard for them, but that was the only way they were in the gym. Yeah. You know, and I, we told them that, hey, if we want to have a season, you guys have to do what the school's telling us and what the KHSA is telling us. So, uh, and just to interrupt you for a second, so was like that first, let's just say three days, right? Because we're just used to coming to a gym, right? Right. Like what was like – I don't want to say it was frustrating because, like you said, the kids knew they had to do it because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like that COVID started in uh, uh, November. You know, right. we're, it's, you know, we're six, seven months into this thing, but there's still the normalcy. Well, I, right? think, I think in our first three days, we had a COVID case with the, our freshman team. Kid came in, temperature yeah. at 100 and something, yeah. and we had to send yeah, him home. got him at the front door. Got yeah, him at the front door. We had to, you know, backtrack who came to the practice with them. Those kids had to sit out, and it started for us real early. Yeah. He his temperature wasn't from COVID. It was he had an ear infection, right. and then they went to the doctor with the ear infection and found he had COVID. So it was a, it, it was we were fortunate in that that it it was that early. Um, we had a couple of scares with um, family members, you know where you know he, he got that call. I think Oliver Harris missed the the Holmes game mm -hmm. because somebody in his, in his house went home sick. Like they hadn't tested positive, but they went home sick, and he's around them. 
So, you know, he's chomping at the bit. Coach, when do I get to come back? When do I get my results? And so I'll never forget when he, he got cleared, he came sprinting into gym that day <laughs> to practice. He was never so happy. Big smile you know, on his face. I, yeah. I do think I think the kids, like like Luke alluded to, you know, when, when it's over, you're going to miss the practices and the guys. Because they had so much taken away from them last year and everything shut down, I think this year collectively – the kids, not just our team, but all teams, really appreciated what they had in their teammates and what they had in practices just to be able to do that. And, and I think there was a, there was a real, um, I, I'm, I'm going to say sense of honor, I don't know if that's the right word, a real appreciation for everything that hey, they coach, had. Coach, just so you know, this is not Fro's show. He, he, Fro's pretty smart. He uses some big <laughs> words. Hey, 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 Coach, you can say whatever you want, and I'm going to go with it, man. This is a Western Newport education here. Hey, Fro would have hit you with like a, with a, like a nine-digit word right there. and Yeah, but no, I know what you're saying. So, you know, th- those those things, and you, you're right, we, we were all kind of in that mindset, like we don't want to be the one. You know, it, not as the adult, right? Uh, you don't want to be the one that such out. I was fortunate, <laughs> or fortunate or, fortunate yeah. or unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. uh, the day after election day, I I was tested positive, so I had it early. Yeah, you know, or early in the season. But the good news was, I knew I did. I wasn't getting it. Right, I, I'm not the guy that's going to be shutting lucky it down. You, man, me. you got lucky. <laughs> yeah. But but I'll tell you to your point, coach. Is um, like you said, being the adult to do it. I, I had two teams. Not that it matters, don't want to say who. But uh, I go in, take my temperature, great, you know, 97, 8. Right. This is Monday. I work third shift, get off of work, come home, take a nap. At this time, my wife, working from home. We go out to firehouse subs. I'm like, I'm a little sore, you know. But, hell, I'll just, you know, as you can imagine, officials, and, and I don't block any dates. I work every night. I'm just thinking it's just the grind, right? I mean, hell, I've worked three straight weeks. I'm just sore. No crap when we left firehouse subs my shoulders and my back and you start you know, to feel it set in. yes yep. so the new place out here by northern the new um, um uh, urgent care if you will i said kelly just dropped me off real quick man so we called we had to wait for like a half an hour test me they said yeah you got it right. so like you said I had to reach out to the schools to the ad to pouncey and one school shut down and respectfully the other one didn't uh, you know, that's not my business, right, right. but, uh, no, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like you said, I'm like, I felt bad, but then I'm like at that gym, I was 97, seven, I was fine. Right. You know? And then now what we learned from uh, the temperature is one thing, but it's not everything, you yeah. know, you know, you got to have it and not have it, you know, but anyway, but yes, just to add on to what you said, um, you did, I, I felt bad as if I'd done something, but I didn't, right. you know, cause in that time you're living life. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it was just frustrating, but I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, it was just, you know, going up into the state term, the region tournament, district tournament, you know, you're, you're going to take that temperature check and you're like, please, 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 please make sure, you know, <laughs> you know, I feel great, but you know, yeah. and it could, anything had happened. And, uh, you know, especially down the state tournament, it was, it was walking in the Rupp Arena that first night and they met you at the door with that gun and you're like, you know, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, toes crossed <laughs> and, uh, got through the door, you know, everything good. And I think, um, outside of the COVID protocols, our biggest thing was the cutback of time with the kids. I mean, we have a group of kids that would call each of us every night to shoot, get in the gym. And, and we had to really, we had to cut that off. Um, yep. And that was the toughest part is just literally just going to practice with them an hour and a half. And that was it. Yeah, no, that's, um, so like you said, practice. So 
the schedule, and I'm, I ask you this because not saying you guys don't know, but you're probably the one dealing with it more. Once COVID hit, and then we had some schools, <laughs> that, yeah, so we had some schools that canceled, and, and you had to adjust. And sure. you know, um, basically, it was almost day to day. You didn't know if somebody was going to, uh, hey, coach, we're out tonight. We right. got COVID. Well, we talked especially to our parents early because we, you know, basketball is totally different. You set the schedule, and it's it's there, right? And I told our parents, I said, look, it's going to be more like baseball. We're going to have rainouts. And that's really how I kind of approached it. Like, it, it, there's no way you can control it. Um, and we we were fortunate that the, our opponents, for the most part, stayed intact. I think we had four games that we had to move. In total, um, I think we lost one game that was on the schedule. We were able to replace everything else. Uh, the biggest one was we were scheduled to play Oldham County real late in the year, and they called me and said, hey, we've got a couple kids that went home sick today, and we're supposed to play tomorrow. So we, you know, and he's like, well, the one's already tested negative. We think the other one is. We're not sure of the third. Do you still want to play? And everybody, you know, I guess these guys are like, like playing no, Russian roulette. Like, what do you think? Yeah. So, uh, but we were able to we were able to replace that game. And, and so, um, you know, that part of it was – well, we that were was, fortunate. That was the week before districts, I believe. Yeah, that was right? a week before yeah, districts. Yeah, it was a Saturday before districts, and, and Coach Listerman came to us, and he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> right, <laughs> it was three JV guys as well. Yeah, it was, they, it was, they yeah. had just started letting practice with them, with the varsity. Right. Yeah. right. So that was actually, you, you talked about it before, what was different was we had to figure out, well, were we going to practice JV and varsity together, as we've done since we got together as a team you know, eight years ago as a staff, or are we going to split up and do varsity only? which then you're limited in your numbers, and our gym time makes that very difficult. So we had some decisions to make there. Uh, we we decided to keep JV and varsity. Normally we work in our freshmen a little bit. We didn't do any of that this year. Right. Um, and then with the scheduling piece, you know, you've got seniors, and we were we had a group this year that were close to closing in some, on some milestones. So, you know, every game we lost, you know, you're looking at that kid going, if he ends up at 998 points – I'm going to feel bad because right. we didn't play one game. Right. We're going to have an inner squad with a coach. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. We're going to find and, this two like points up. Kind of like the situation, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, unfortunately the, the boy or girl's hurt. Right. We're going to do the tip and let right. her score right. or him score to get yeah. the 1,000 yeah. and, which, and roll on. Which it, it, it makes sense in a lot of cases. But this year, if you don't play the game, right. there, there's not even the opportunity to do that. Right. And so we were – and it was, it was Luke who was here, and he Luke could care less whether he got to 1,000. He just wanted to keep playing. I mean, that's the type of young man that he is. But as coaches and knowing when you look back on it, he deserved the opportunity to get to 1,000. And fortunately, he put it to rest pretty early for us because we were, we, were, we were doing the math on his averages, and he had a, he had a big we, – we were thinking, man, we got to get to the regional. I think we were thinking – Get to the first game of the regional. Yeah, thought, we had to get yeah. there. Yeah, that was, that was basing it on getting to the regional tournament. It was going to be tight. And then he took care of business in the district tournament, put it to rest, and we didn't have to even worry about it, which was which was nice to see for him. But you know, you, you have all those games beforehand because you want it, you want those kids to be able to do it. Absolutely. And so uh, that was that was really the, the struggle. But you know, all the coaches too. It, it, it was amazing the number of emails that went out of coaches looking for games and people trying to. You know, the one thing I will say, um, I, I think for the most part, the coaches did a great job of understanding. Hey. You know, we're not worried about home or away games this year. Let's just get games and let's get these kids in the gym and get them playing. And and I think they the, the coaches did a great job of that. I'll tell you one thing, just to add to your point, that um, it's today's technology, but I would see people, you know, blank school district. 
we're looking for games on December 9th. And, he, you know, like it was on Facebook. Yeah. You know, because like I you said, all the time. yeah, like you said, I mean, you can email people. That's fine. But Facebook's Facebook. It's like Twitter. You know, yeah. you got way more people. And uh, like the first time I saw that, I almost felt like, like you said, it was like, hey, we're going down to the stadium. Anybody going to play some basketball? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Absolutely. Like, you just get a group text out. Um, but anyway, uh, you got anything else to talk about COVID? Anything no, at yeah. all? We, we're good with that. Let, let's be done with that. Uh, all right. So, um, and I say this because you had mentioned it. As you see here, Fro is well, way more prepared than I am. I just wing it. And uh, uh, and, and I always give Fro a shout out. You know, he, he started it. And I said, damn, you took my idea, blah, blah, blah. He just pulled the trigger first. But uh, Matt and I was out there. And he sh- this whole setup is what he has, as you yep. know. But uh, I, I just say that um, because him and I talk a lot. And um, obviously with you guys winning, I figured you would go to him first, <laughs> which you should. Um, but anyway, my point is uh, – is I don't have notes here, and I just like winging it and, and Fro's word. It's more authentic. He does way more editing and stuff. Sure. Whereas y'all heard my dog bark, man. He barks. That's what it is. <laughs> you know, like no offense to Fro. He ain't married. He don't make, he's right. not married with kids. He has all day to edit. I don't. So uh, we're jumping around here. So then uh, Squirrel ran by, and you said you eight years, right? Yep. Yeah, because we looked it up earlier, and, and that's what I thought. Um, so, and, and I say this respectfully. Obviously, everybody wants to win districts, win region, and win state. You know, everybody has sure. a generic, um, you know, page 87. So, eight years ago, would you have thought that you would be a state champion? No. Uh, the short answer is no. And First I, off, I appreciate your honesty. But it, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest. About five years ago, I gave up worrying about being a regional champion. Coach, I, I wouldn't lie to you. Not, not talked about it. I, and, two and, or three years there. Yeah, we we were we were terrible, yeah. and it, and and I own that. I mean, we, no, no, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't mean it like no, that. No, 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 I no. mean it like like you said. I said eight. You said four. Who would have thought four years ago you'd be a state champion? But you weren't doing our games though. That's right. Exactly <laughs> right. I, 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 that I, that I was still going to the freshman JV tournament. Yeah, you you weren't doing our games then. It was you do with the big ones. But I want to say it this way. It's something that I've read, and the phrase is "you surrender the outcome." Right, what we do isn't about winning state championships. It's not winning about regional championships. It's about doing the right things the right way every single day, and the results are going to come from that. So it's it's a process driven. And and, and you know, I was sort of as as I was beginning my years at Highlands, I was really starting to hone in on that. And then of course, Jeremy Bioni with the baseball team. You know, he goes on that massive run yes. with four straight regional championships, and we talked. And he says, "Look, I'm I'm all about the process." He's like, "Are we taking good swings? Are we swinging at good pitches? Are we doing the right things?" And you know, really, that's kind of the approach that that we took. Um, you know, look, let's do the right things, and let's let's let the results speak for themselves. And then, you know, I'm I'm an ultra competitive person. These guys are ultra competitive, but. I was not going to hang my legacy in terms of being a good coach or the type of coach that I wanted to be on whether or not we ever won a regional championship. Right. And so that's that's what I said when when I said five years ago that I kind of – I shifted my focus from we got to win a regional championship to let's do things the right way and the results happen. So um, that's uh, a mind shift – it's awesome that we were, you know, I would have – to be a state champion and, you know, my history and my dad's history and everything else, right? Which is it's, unbelievable, by the way. It, it, 
years and years and years, and there's so many coaches, so many good coaches, so many great coaches that don't ever get there, right? So, you know, to be obsessed with winning a state championship, to me, takes the focus on it. It puts it in the wrong place. And a side note, in Kentucky, we only got one. (laughs) We only got one. That's a true statement. (laughs) We only got one. Right. Uh, And and, and obviously, respectfully, um, you guys probably – I don't know how old you guys are. I'm 39, but but my point is, a little bit older. I I, I, I couldn't imagine. I mean, I know now, but years ago when everybody else was in the ninth, right? I, I think it's hell to get out of now. Yep. I couldn't imagine respectfully when you guys were in school when we were at Campbell and, and Simon, Simon and Scott. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I just heard uh, credit to Sean Nolman who went to Simon. He always talked about just that district alone. Oh, we had tough. Lloyd, Scott, Simon, and, and whoever Boone and Ryle or not Ryle, sorry. Uh, Connor, whoever else yeah. was in it, he was like, J- I think it was a seven-team district, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. At one time, I think it was seven. Just to he- – because, you know, he brought it up one time, and I'm like, good night. So you had to win three just to even get out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But uh, but like you said, um, you know, it, it's funny, and I'm sure you guys have friends, Ohio and Indiana people, they're like, so you guys only have one? Yeah. We're like, yeah, man, we don't have four or <laughs> we five. Don't, or we six. don't mess around. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. one. It's there one is a, there yeah. is the state champion, and that's, yeah. the, that's the coolest thing. And, and when – the clock was ticking down, about a minute and a half left. I kind of went down the bench, and I'm looking at the scoreboard, and I'm looking up at our fans, and I'm looking at the kids, and all I can say is, can you believe it? Can Can you believe it? And I, I, I turn around to Kevin because he's, he's right there next to me. I said, can you believe this? And, that, and that's, that's all I could say. I, 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 it was, it, it, like I said, you don't worry about it. And we talked to the kids. like we, you know, Tonight's not about winning a state championship. Tonight's about be- beating Elizabethtown, right? But when it hits you that we're the state champions, uh, it's still it, I can't I can't say with a straight oh, face. Right, it it right, just right. it's it's an amazing thing, and you know y- you think about all the stuff that goes into it, and you know these guys have, have been a huge part of of our success. And uh, like Coach Blessing mentioned, those the, the kids reach out to them, Coach, can we get in and shoot? Can we do it? They they helped create that culture. So um, just to get with you, Coach, um, obviously you're seeing these kids. I mean, your guys are all seeing them, but with you running the JV and stuff and, and, and even at practices. So you're seeing, I don't want to say a little beforehand, but at what point did you guys know as a whole, and I just want to get you here to get you some airtime. So what, what, when did you, um, you know, because you see these kids, you know, you know what I'm saying, like before they're probably sophomore, right. juniors, and seniors are going to the varsity. For this year's team in particular, I think last year's JV team, because we had to incorporate out of our top seven or eight kids for this year were five kids that played JV all last year. That's see, it. see, I, I, I couldn't have asked that like Fro could have. That was what I meant to ask. <laughs> I, because I knew you had, because if I'm not mistaken, I, Zach, Zach played both, right? Yes. That's yes. what I'm saying. Yes. So, see, that's what I meant. But go ahead. Yeah, uh, Zach played both. Yeah. Uh, Oliver Harris, Will Harold, um, Leighton Reed, Reed was, a JV from, only. was a Cuff right. Cath last year. Um, Cole Cooker, and and you know, for us, we didn't have a summer. We didn't get to play twenty five games in June like we typically do. Uh, so our first month of our season, we kind of knew it was going to be a little bit of a struggle. We won some games, but we, we had a very tough schedule. Uh, but we had to get those JV guys from last year up to speed to play varsity. And and you know, coach has been talking about it the last couple of weeks. I think our Beachwood loss was our last loss. Yep. And it was a big film session the next day, you know. But I also think it was also about the one month point, yeah, of of those kids being integrated together, playing. All right, they're all used to each other, and, and from that point on, we just 
we played really, really well. Yeah, the Beachwood game was uh, February 12th, which is good for our program <laughs> with a 2-12. So. Well, I, I had it written down. Yeah. 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 Well, I was going to say two things. That's Duke's birthday, and I was waiting for one of you guys to blame me for that loss. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for you to blame for that loss. That was um, uh, not a very good game for us. It was a great game yeah. for us, though. I mean, <laughs> right. you, you win or you learn, you know, and I've, I've heard that for my whole life from my high school coaches. You win or like you that. learn. And uh, that next day at the film session, we play, We were going down to play St. X in Louisville day. at Oldham County, and I called Coach, and I'm like, look, I think we just need to sit down and just knock this film. And let's just show some things because we see it, you know. And, and it's hard when you're on the court. You don't necessarily see stuff that we're, we're yelling at them or screaming at them during a the game. So, Coach cut up that, that Beachwood game, and we sat and watched it for 40 minutes maybe. Yeah, 45, 45 minutes. You know, before we got on the road to uh, Oldham County to play St. X and, and just pointed out little stuff that makes you, you know, he kept saying good or great. You know, this is a good shot. If you pass it one more to Luke in that corner, that's a great shot, you know. Zach, you get in the lane, you kick it to William in that corner. That's a really great shot. Kid shoots fifty five percent there. Right. You know, so the Beachwood loss was the most important game of our season, I think, hands down, because mm-hmm. it it made the realization of where we were as a team, and we all wanted to get to that state that state level. That game, that film session made it because we went down that afternoon and just dismantled Saint X. Well, like you said, um, you know, I think any coach with any brain knows you get more from a loss than a win. Because, like you said, if you don't have that loss, let's just say you beat them by two. Do you watch the film that much? Right. Do you point out the good and greats? I don't know. Right. You know, m- maybe it's a month later, but then are you a month late? I, I don't. You know. You know. To right. your point. No, you're right. Um, and see, and that's just little things that you know, obviously I don't think nobody knows. You know how right. how important that was. Sure. And, and then, like you said, it wasn't like, oh, okay, we're off, and we play a lower-level team tomorrow. No, hey, saddle up. We're going to Oldham County to play St. X. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? With a last-minute change that we were supposed to play North Oldham. North Oldham. North Oldham yeah. They had COVID. They had COVID protocols going so, on. So uh, the Oldham County coach calls Coach Blassie game. He says, you know, I got you a game. You know, you guys are going to play St. X. Like, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. So, Matt, you got anything before we go on here? Coach, I got a question for you, Coach Coach Listerman. Sure. I, I, um, you know, hey, just for the listeners and for you guys, I'm not a huge basketball guy, so don't don't know much about it. But um, um, I want to ask you about the mask. The mask, <laughs> <laughs> the beekeeper. Um, we started practice, and I was wearing the, just a normal mask. And my wife looked at me. She goes, "The kids can't hear you." She said, "They they, they can't. You got to figure something else out." She goes, "You need to get one of those face shields." So I got online and I ordered one and um so i i I wore it to practice and uh the kids kind of giggled at me and it was okay it was all right for practice i'm like you know this isn't bad i i don't i'm not fiddling with it like if you watch the game on tv those coaches are it's up and down and i'm like i'm not messing with it and the kids can see my face they can hear me and they can read my emotion which i think is is critical you know there are times where the non-verbals as important as the verbal so and the refs (laughs) (laughs) we loved it man they had no problem here yeah so i walk out of practice that day and our principal comes up to me he's like coach i really like your ingenuity he said but you can't wear it he said it's not it's not compliant because i didn't cover the bottom of my chin so part of the the safe at school the mask has to cover your part of chin i said well i'll figure it out so i went home and i i uh cut up a gator and i 
you know, Newport probably education that's coming that's out right. of me. Yeah. I, I, we we used the binder clips and it was four, <laughs> it was five binder clips and and the mask and it was born. Now it was funny because so I, so I had it and everybody asked me about it. I said, well, does it fog up? And for whatever reason, that particular brand didn't didn't fog up at all. And uh, you know, once the kids got used to it, I think it was you know it was business as usual. The, the funny part was to look at the referees and the and the opposing <laughs> coaches when we walked out. They all looked at me, "What are you What are you doing?" But um, no, it was it was my wife. She gets the credit for kind of pushing me in that direction. And then we, like I said, we put the binder clips on. And you know, a lot of people ask me if I use the same mask all season, and the answer is no. I I bought a, a massive supply of them <laughs> and changed them out. They lasted about three or four days and wiped them down. So we have. Uh, Coach Blassingame told me, he said, you need to start saving them. So I have a different mask from every re- from the regional through the state championship, except I only wore I wore the same one for the semifinals and finals. So uh, we have that, and, and those may go on auction here at the golf outing. <laughs> yeah. be on auction at the golf, yeah. at the golf outing. So we, we, may, we may auction some of those off. So, yeah, like the mask, it's almost like the – as popular as like the Jason or the Hannibal Lecter mask, like yeah. everybody knows. They it. had to been like when you I'm walked out. I'm glad you out. put me in that category. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, and, and give a shout out. I think Joe Danneman was the first one to call you the beekeeper, right? Yeah, he give he, a little shout he out. bought onto it. Joe actually became a, a big fan of ours this year, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a neat because they did a great job. They always do a fantastic right. job of covering high school sports, but especially Northern Kentucky this year. And uh, you know, with with what Sam was doing in terms of his statistics. Uh, you know, they, they did a great job following us. And so, uh, yeah, Joe, Joe did a great job. And I think he, he put the, I don't know if he used the term beekeeper or not, but uh, somebody did it along the way. Yeah. So I'm a, a proud Campbell County graduate and, uh, my buddies during the season, you know, we're group texting back and forth. And after one of the games, uh, coach was on the news for something and I get this group text from my buddy and it's just a, it's a, a meme of Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> and he said to me, he said, how in the heck does he breathe in that thing? Yeah. I was like, well, he, he makes it work, you know. Well, I'm not going to lie. I know you said that it was um, uh, fog resistant or whatnot. So years ago, before I wore contacts, you know, I would, I had like the prescription Oakley's playing men's right. softball. And I couldn't get nothing. to. So it, 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 I was really impressed, whatever the technology is, and you're smarter than me. But h- how did it not fog up? I mean, it can be fog resistant all you want. You know what I'm saying? Like you're. I, yeah, I guess I, I think maybe that it sat far enough off of my off of yeah. my forehead. I guess that it that the heat went out. Right. Um, the hardest part was, and we we joked about this. I couldn't take a drink during the game. <laughs> the first, you like the lineman with I, the water bottle. Oh, it was yeah. You tilt the head back. I took a drink at halftime, but during the game, I couldn't. I couldn't get a drink in. So the first, I think the Ashland game, I walked out. And almost at the end of the game, I'm like I'm gonna pay. I'm dehydrated. Yeah. So That's I, funny. I didn't even think of that. Like yeah, yeah, you can't just pop it off. Yeah. yeah. So that would. So we again, we we worked those things out. But right. so, so I told Tony, I said, in you know, twenty or thirty years, Highland's going to look back at that state championship, see the coach, be like, "What in the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what is he going on?" Yeah, yeah. yeah it's gonna it's gonna take some explanation, but uh, yeah, it, uh, it it was a credit to my wife, and it, like I said, it worked. It yeah. worked well, and it, like I said, the kids were able to 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 see my face, and I think that made a big difference. Oh, for sure. Um, if anything, let's call you a trendsetter, if you will, like <laughs> because it made sense. You know, like you said, everybody else is pulling it down every trip, and you're just 
rolling. Yeah, well, um, no, nobody else followed me, so no, it just no. makes me lonely. I don't think yeah. it makes me a train <laughs> hey, 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 coach, uh, nobody followed you, but uh, who has that trophy? Uh, true, I know. Who has that trophy? Uh, so I do got to ask you this, and if you don't want to talk about it, I get it, because uh, I've played sports and we've had sayings and meanings that yeah. were kind of within itself. 212. 212. Um, no, I, I share this all the time. Okay. So the, absolutely, love, love to talk about it. Um, going into season number three at Highlands, I had been searching for something to hang our hat on, become our identity. And uh, we, we were doing a team, team building night with the guys at school. Uh, they had struggled in football that year, got knocked out of the playoffs early, so we had a lot of our football guys. So it was it, timing-wise worked out really well for basketball. And I had come across this thing called the 212 mentality. And being a science teacher, 212 is the temperature which water boils. So when water turns into steam, you can use it. You can use it to drive an engine. You can use it to change things. You can use it as steam to do a whole lot of different things. But it's not until you get to 212 degrees. Otherwise, you got hot water. And the idea is that you have to be willing to change, right? You're not changing water, still H2O. But it's not hot water anymore. It's steam. It's, it's separate. It's got more energy. It can do more. Unless you go through the process and you want to be changed and you are willing to withstand the heat and withstand the pressure, then you have a chance to be successful. So our saying is 212, turn it up. So, and it has become a mantra. It, yeah. it, we, we, we say it at every time out. We say it at every, every breakdown. Um, a couple of stores have turned it into T-shirts, which is kind well, of cool. That's what I was going to say, man. A big old white <laughs> yeah. with blue 212 and a degree. I mean, yeah. you can market that thing. Uh, you know, it, it's, not, it's not my original thought, um, but we have definitely taken it to a different level. And, you know, even our student body, that you know, they chant it. Uh, you, you ask the kids about the, the victory tour with the elementary schools, and uh, we've been teaching it to the elementary schools. And, and just, you know, the kids – it, it's, a, it's a way to, it's a mentality, right? I mean, there's lots of different sayings and ways to go about it, but it was something that at that time I felt really fit that group. And was, we talked about raising our level of commitment and, and all those things. And it has just become part of our culture. And uh, that's, the, that's the coolest thing. We had uh, T-shirts. One of our mothers had T-shirts made for the kids this year, and they put the 212 on it. And I was sitting at practice one day, or we were shoot around, and we had like six or seven kids that all had that T-shirt on, and it's not just a saying. And I think that's the difference. You know, you can, you can come up with taglines, and they last, and they go, and they fade. This is something that is stuck. And for me, that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, when you talk about building a program and you have that identity, um, I, I'm pretty proud of that. No, and as you should be. Um, and, and I asked that, obviously, I now know why and what but as you can imagine the first time or two i had you guys coming out of a timeout one two three two twelve all right i, I guess we're playing a two one two i guess <laughs> no i don't know we're playing a two one two yeah. uh, half court three quarter court or something i don't know um but no like uh, and, and you're right like at newport uh one of my years there for football it was be a doer now the as you can imagine uh you know i always make fun of my newport people what's a doer what's a doer <laughs> So, Coach Lucas, God rest his soul, you had wishers, wanters, and doers. You know, and yeah, like right. you said, you got to have something. You got to have people something. You have people that wish they could do it. You have people that want to do it. How many people do it? Right. You know, so we had a shirt 
you know, Newport Wildcats on the front, be a doer on the back, and, you know, what's a doer? <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so, no, I just asked about the 212 because, obviously, I've heard it. And for our listeners, you know, who probably watched that state game or heard it or yep. or, or, or saw a live video at, yep. at Highlands when you're yelling 212 and everybody says, turn it up. Yeah, you know? so it's it's it it still gives me goosebumps, you know, oh, when, when the kids that, that say that. Right and, now. I wouldn't lie to you. And, uh, you know, it, it, like I said, it was something that I found, and, and it just it, it fit. Um, and, and our kids have really embraced it. Yeah. So. It, to, to piggy tail on the back of that, it's, uh, so, you know, when you're in the state tournament, you're focused on the kids and the game, right? Yeah. I think it was the McCracken County game. Yeah. One of the games. Yeah. That was so McCracken we're, County. we're in a media timeout, you know, we're talking to the kids, we're, us coaches are talking, we're trying to figure it out. And our student body who, who had a good crowd that night, they're yelling, turn it up. And I'm like, what? What the heck's you know? Now this it, was Friday, right? The second this, this, this was the quarterfinal right, quarter game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Friday. I was there for this, and I know yeah. exactly what yeah. you're. Talking about. I'm sorry, but go so ahead. you know, and you know, and we broke the huddle, and the kids are walking out on the floor, and and they're just going nuts with this. Turn it up, turn it up. Yeah, you know. And I sat down, I looked at Coach Blassing game, and finally, it's like there was two minutes and twelve seconds left in the in the That's in the funny. quarter. Yeah, you know yeah, that it, was the fourth quarter. The fourth it was quarter, two minutes. Pretty funny. And, and the McCracken was our hard. That's our toughest game. Yeah, it was, a, know, it was a four point, point game. game. Two it, four point game. It was a four point game with two twelve. Because I I remember that timeout. Yeah, I didn't hear the student body, and I remember Lucas going to the free throw line, and I looked up, and there was two twelve on the clock. I said, "This is over." Yeah, yeah. yeah four that's point that's game. That's destiny, man. Two twelve is on the clock. We're I know we're playing Saturday morning. Yeah. Well, and I I know Coach Orm, you and I are Facebook friends, and and only say that. Respectfully, just we are, but uh, because I gave coach and, and I'm sorry, what's coach's name from McCracken? Do you remember? Um, sorry to put you on the spot, coach. We can edit no, this. I'm, I, <laughs> I, I don't, but I don't remember whomever his name, his name is. Yeah. Uh, I gave him a shout out, you know, because I was posting, Hey, congrats, Highlands won, whatever it was. Yeah. Shout out to coach McCracken and his staff, yeah. or sorry, McCracken and their staff because they did, and I'm sure you would agree, yeah, hey, these guys are averaging 84, let's slow them down, yeah, and and, and they did their job, but like. The boys had mentioned earlier, and you guys, uh, you can only control it for so long, right? You know, and um, you, yeah, they did. They controlled us, but you know, at that time, the last from the districts on, we kind of were all right. We knew we weren't going to score 84, 90 points. You know, we knew we were going to have to sit down and play some defense, rebound the basketball. So that game, we were we were at peace with where that tempo was. You know, right now. It would have been Coach Blassie game, and I <laughs> It could have been a bad scout. Uh, <laughs> so, we didn't think they yeah. were that Hey, tall. guys, uh, we'll let you know about next year. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, we'll let you know. So we drew the short straw after the Muhlenberg County game to stick around and watch McCracken. You know, so we, we got our seats, and we were sitting up pretty high. And from a distance, they didn't look as big. I mean, they're big. They're, they, those yeah. kids are long. Yeah. You know, they're every – I'd say average about 6'3", six, 6'4". You know, and I got back to the hotel and coach said, well, what do you got? And I'm like, ah, they're they're very physical, solid team. I was like, you know, 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, you know, so next time I got to buy better tickets and get down, <laughs> right, right, get down, get down, down a little lower. Yeah. Uh, but they, they, they were a heck of a team, man. They were physical. But I'll tell you something, and not to put Matt on the spot, him being a Dixie guy, he went down to watch Dixie's girls. I called him, coach, what we got? Uh, they played Russell. He said, coach, they're long. Yeah. And no yeah. offense to Dixie, 
God bless them for making it there, but they lost, obviously. Right. And, you know, girls might be a little different than boys in length in terms of athleticism, but he said it as soon as he walked in, as soon as he got through the aisle, yeah. he was like, Coach, they're, they're long. Right. <laughs> and uh, and it's relevant. Yeah. You know, and I think with you guys, and, and again, I know we're jumping around, um, and I don't want to break it down not that i care because the officiating wherever i'm at with that on the backside. but in terms of uh not to coach here but the matchups like you said st henry and Cuffcat, they got two bigs that's fine right your guys is right. big can't i'm sorry they're big can't guard your five right and respectfully that's the difference yeah. you know yeah. so and that's why i say that as soon as he told me uh no offense to dixie but when he said they're long i know what dixie is and you know and, and that means you ain't getting to the bucket right. a lot. You know, right. you're just not getting there. Right. Uh, but that's a side note. But uh, but no, I get what you're saying when you said they're long. Yeah. It's relevant. Yeah, they they were they were a great team. They were coached very well. Uh, point guard was an all state player. Uh, they had a kid that I mean he was he was a a really he was probably, a player we played all year. He was one of the top players that we'd seen all year, and uh, you know he's about six 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 seven junior, and the kid's going to be a, a nightmare next year for people in that region. Yeah. There's a good chance it'll be a three-peat. I mean, yeah. they, they are that good. And I, what they did, which is a little bit different than a lot of teams that we faced, is they controlled the game on offense. Right. They were very – they would run 30 seconds of, of offense just to kill 30 seconds, and then they'd look to score. Yeah, they had a call, motion 30. And it was, a 30, <laughs> and, it was, it was and, 30 seconds of – And you couldn't fall asleep, so you had to guard them. They handled the ball well enough that you could. We really couldn't go out and and generate traps and really speed them up like we've done to some other teams. So we had to be patient with the kid, you know, with doing what we were doing. And and to our kids' credit, they stayed patient, and that was really the, the piece that we were trying to get through. Uh, I do remember asking coach. I said, "Are you sure they're not?" He goes, "Well, they, you know, they're six two, six three. I said, "They said that one kid's six six. and they're like, nah, <laughs> "He I may have been six I, seven. I, I, I don't think so." Then we walked out there and we walked on like, the floor. I was like, "Yeah, we well, were we had, now. We had <laughs> I usually set our matchups for the game, and I, we had it set, and uh, we took the floor, and I walked. I was on the floor for a minute." <laughs> And I walked over to Coach sitting on the bench. I said, I think we need to make a change. <laughs> <laughs> coach, check shot. Yeah, but, but we, hey, you know what, though? That I, I, one of the funny stories about us is uh, my second year, these guys, my first year with us, we were playing a tournament down at South Oldham, and we're playing <laughs> North Oldham. And they had a pair of, of brothers that were really good guards. The younger one was the point guard. I don't remember what their names were. But he was lightning quick, and we didn't have a good matchup for him. So we, we go out for warm-ups. We had matchups. I'm watching warm-ups. Looked at Coach Orm and said, you know what? I think we're going to make this change. We're going to put so-and-so on, on this kid. He says, you think he can stay in front of him? I said, look, we're one verbal call away from – and that was <laughs> yeah, Coach Shields. Yeah. We're one verbal call one away verbal. from switching it. Yeah. <laughs> North Oldham got the tip, and they scored in about 2.2 seconds. <laughs> With that kid got the ball, went right around our guy, laid it in. We <laughs> – Went to that verbal call verbal and switched call. it. <laughs> but whenever we do matchups, that that's yeah. what they remind me of. Like, Coach, yeah. are you sure you got those guys right? So I, I rely heavily on them. They give me a pretty good reminder about that. Yeah, we're one verbal call away. <laughs> and we talked about this the other night, uh, going back to those games towards the end of the year. And to give our kids credit, we became a very good defensive team. Yeah, uh, between our defense and our rebounding from the beginning of the year, it was, it was like night and day. And, and they. That McCracken game was – people don't realize that was a very, very tough game. Right. And, and and they defended and they rebounded and they did everything they needed to do. I don't even think we scored a field goal in the fourth quarter, did we? We didn't. It was no. all free throws. It was all free throws. throws. 
Really? Yeah. So of all the records you guys set, that has to be one of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> not scoring a bucket in the fourth quarter. That's got. There's only got to be a handful of teams. Not 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 <laughs> right, only right. not to score a basket, but right. to win. Exactly. Right. Yeah, to not and score and win. Yeah, exactly. No, right. And we increased. Our, we were only lead. up four, and we increased and you, our lead and by, by ten. And hitting yeah. free throws. You know, it, it, I didn't. I really didn't realize until after the game, and I heard somebody say, it and I'm like, in a post game press conference, yeah, they brought like, it up. Yeah. Right. Now, and to your point, that's what I noticed. Um, Obviously, over at Holmes and the regionals, but at the state tournament, just because state tournament, right? And every play is a little more magnified. It did seem like, and I'm sure you had the numbers, how many offensive rebounds you guys gave up compared to there was a lot of one and dones. Yeah, you know, sure. which is huge. Yeah, and I say that respectfully to to any team that can score, whether it's you guys or whoever. When you can score on two or three trips in a row, and they're one and done, it right, sets yeah. in after a while. Yeah. It was four, now it's twelve. Time yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's what happened in the Muhlenberg County game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it went it went from a four point game to a, a 16 point game in one timeout. Yeah. It was quick. And the same thing was the E-Town game was very similar. You know, we went on a, a big time run there in the second quarter. We hit four straight threes. But when you hit four straight threes and you get three stops on the other end, you know, it's 12 to two. So whatever happened. And, and that's kind of how we were built all year long. The, the difference was down there, we were able to do it, you know, we it, sort of in the regular season, you know, we'd get four threes or whatever, and we'd give up three baskets, or we'd give up two baskets. Down there, we did a great job of just giving very little, and then we had we had two big runs against Ashland. We went 10-0 yeah. or 12-0 at the end of the first half, and then we held them scoreless the last five and a half minutes. You're in the state semifinals, and you hold the team five minutes without scoring. Against Ashland. It's pretty good. It, against it, Ashland. Ashland coming it up was the playing year. as good yeah. as right. anybody in the state at that time. Yeah. 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 So, you know, our yeah, it goes to our kids, and we we changed some things in practice just a little bit in terms of emphasis, and, and they took it. They took all the coaching. You know, I talked about them handling things off the floor. That's how they handled it on the floor. So, uh, you know, and those are the things you have to do if you if you want to keep playing. Well, and I think that goes, you know, I remember before we started the regional tournament, you talked about we got to get 1% better today. We got to get 1% better tomorrow, you know. And, and, and Kevin started doing this drill just every day to start practice. You know, it's, we get two pads out, and it's a box-out drill. Old school. It's old school, ah. you know, and, and – you know, I'm standing there watching. I'm like, "Oh, please, Sam, don't land on so much foot." <laughs> you know, yes, it, it was. Uh, but that mentality, because Sam's going to get his ten rebounds a game. Right. That that's a given. You know, a couple other kids are going to give us our four or five. But when our guards give us four or five with right. Barth, Will Harold, you know, that is where we go to a different level. Right. Now it was. Um. And like I said, I'm glad you mentioned the rebounding because um. It's just it, it, it seemed noticeable if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So uh, again, to jump around here again, eight years ago, if you don't mind me asking, because I've never heard it. I obviously know you guys from officiating, and uh, you know during the three months of basketball season. But I'm going to ask you, coach, because I don't know who was there first, second, or third to get these two. Because I'm assuming <laughs> these two. There's uh, a story behind there, it. There's, there's a, great a package story. deal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So is this a package deal we want to talk about? No. Yeah. Not? Absolutely. Okay. okay I'm sorry. Absolutely. Hey, hey, I was going to hit the edit button. No, uh, you're so, good. And, and I asked this because I don't know. Assuming you two are the longest tenure coaches of the staff. Here. Other and Listerman, yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. And, and I asked that because yeah, yeah, no, I don't no. want to discredit another right. coach who's not no. here tonight. If no. that makes right. sense. Yes. No. Okay. Um. So when I came from Colerain. We brought another coach who's now our eighth grade coach, Scott Krause. He he came with me, um, and we we put our staff together. Uh, Bo Menifee was was our JV coach at the time. Um, 
and uh, Ben Franzen, who was our was our freshman coach, and um, Bo had the opportunity to go become a head coach the year after I, the second year, and I told him I said because he wanted to be. I said you, this the situation that opened up at Campbell County was was very good for him, and and he had a lot of success out there with their girls program. I told him I said you need to go ahead and take this, which kind of put me in a lurch, uh, <laughs> you know, finding finding coaches and. Uh, coach Blassing game was hey, down. Scott, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I was the seventh grade he was the seventh here. grade coach. Yeah. Which, the, 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 so I, I, you know, I was like, hey, I, I, I watched last year a little bit. I like just kind of the demeanor. I know you've been around. You know, would you be interested in moving up? And so he said, yeah. And then, you know, as as we're talking, he said, well, there might be somebody else, and I'll let you take it from there. <laughs> you know what? How how the rest of that conversation went? And, and well, Kevin and I worked together. Uh, at, at Jose. So um, we're around each other every single day. And, and it just got to the point where we needed some help. I think it was in the summertime, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was going yeah, into summer was, June. And, yeah. and um, Kevin's like, well, if you guys ever need any help or if you just need some eyes or scouting and this and that. And yeah, I'd like to scout and volunteer for a couple hours a week. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. So I was like, That's well, what I told hey, my you wife. Don't have a life? Come on. So, so yeah. I talked to Kevin. I was like, hey, I got a guy here. I went to Campbell County and, and they knew each other already. So um, Kevin started coming to those uh, first practices, and, and this is when I'll let Kevin take over. Yeah. <laughs> like he said, it went from a <laughs> – like passing the buck here. It, it became a volunteer yeah. slash – Yeah, so I – you know, I've known Kevin since we were, were young. I competed against his brother, and, and like Scott said, we worked together, and I'm a basketball junkie, man. I love it. And when the positions – when Scott talked to me about it before I even talked to Listerman, he's like, yeah, you know, just – come in and help out a little bit you know I was the fourth fourth coach on the bench I wasn't gonna do much and uh so I had to go home and sell it to my wife you know so <laughs> so I told her who my wife graduated at Highlands the same year Kevin was at Cuffcast so he she knew him and uh, I was like you know coach Listerman you know he wants me to be on his staff and help out and just a couple hours a week you know I'm gonna just you know maybe scout a little bit and uh so here we are now, seven years later, and fifty-five to sixty hours a week. But uh, yeah. I wouldn't change it, and she wouldn't either. That my wife and kids had had more fun uh, at that at state tournament run. And I'll look. There's a picture I have on my wall from the region finals last year. And I have three daughters. I have twins that are fourteen and an eleven-year-old. And Hunter Allfeld shot a three from the corner across from our bench, and my daughter is standing behind with the three fingers up, with That's the ball awesome. coming out of his hand. That's awesome. You know, and it, it's stuff like that. And, and the kids treat all of our kids like yep. their own. Yeah. I mean, Sam Vincent is. I hope he's the second greatest guy in the world to my youngest daughter, b- besides me. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, every time he sees her, you know, he gives her a hug. Hey, let's get a picture. And we've got a picture, you know, every uh, cutting all the nets down. It, right. it, I, I can't speak enough about how those kids treat our our kids like. It's they're huge, man. Huge. And and and, I, and not to get on my rant here, but as you can over here, you know, I coach my daughter select fast pitch. Yeah. We got girls from Carrollton, all the way up from Kettering to Mount Orb to we've, everywhere. You know, hour and a half away. Um, and 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 we play Pendleton on Monday. Our oh, we're oh eight, as you guys know, it's a birth, birth right. year, obviously. Right. So our oh seven team. The verse, if you know the verse, there's a million of them at Pendleton. Sure. So uh, my buddy Jason Schuster, his daughter's mm-hmm. Laney, she's out at Ryle. Uh, and I called him, him and I, you know, we, we go to lunch a lot in Midway, obviously, joking. But um, <laughs> but to your point, though, like last night at Pendleton, I go to the restroom and, you know, pregame, they're warming up in their tunnel. And 
she just comes running down, big old hug, right? You know, and and not to get back or to get emotional, but to your point though, that's the stuff that people don't yep. understand. They you know, yeah. and 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 I like what you said earlier. Would you say you either win or you learn? I like that. I've never yeah, heard that. you win or learn. Um, but uh, to your point though about coaching, um, and I'm very proud as you can see all the stuff up there and my pictures over here of the girls that I've coached. Uh, it's it's. It's 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 hard, and I'm not saying that you guys coaching 16, 15, 16, 17, 18 year old kids is different than me coaching twelve year old kids. Like you said, your daughter's eleven, but uh, I always just tell myself at one point I hope you're in a situation. Oh yeah, Coach Tony said that, or you know yeah. whatever it may be. Oh yeah, you know re- sure. whether it's you know you're at a restaurant, and you hold the door for somebody, or right. you know whatever it may be. But like I said, not to get on the sidetrack of how you guys got together, but to your point with you talking about Sam and uh, on a side note, like about Wyatt. And I'm, I'm going to tell the story because I want to have Wyatt on at some point. Again, him and I became tight down the all A, um, and him and Zach became real tight. So it was Zach's birthday. And, uh, you know, Coach Sullivan, I coached his daughter a couple years ago in baseball on Zach's team, not softball. <laughs> and, uh, uh, she, yeah, she, she had the mullet rocking. And uh, so, um, you know, uh, Wyatt's dad lives out there by Coach Sullivan. Oh, yeah. So I called Coach Sullivan, and I said, hey, man, I don't know if Wyatt's there or not, but can you get with Wyatt? Zach's birthday, you know, can you know, can Wyatt send him a picture or just text or something? And I'm going to give a shout-out to Wyatt here. I wish he was here. He had his phone set up in the kitchen. You know, hey, Zach, just want to say happy birthday. Hope you enjoy it. Go crew. And he, and he gave the boost. Right. <laughs> so Zach's, Zach's birthday is in August. Don't quote me, but I know it was a month or two later. was Wyatt's birthday. I said, Zach, man, you got to return the favor. So we're upstairs. He sets his phone up in the kitchen. Hey, Wyatt, happy birthday. Go crew. Yep. You know, and, and respectfully, uh, I am going to tell a funny story here because you guys will appreciate it. <laughs> I know where you're going. I was Matt getting ready to tell you to going. tell it because it's pretty funny. It is funny. So Y'all Zach's, had something to do with it, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you guys should feel like crap. So Zach's, Zach's 10, right? He don't know the freshman, sophomore, junior deal. Right. Uh, we are at the game. I told you. We went to Midway, went over to the game, and – we went to Chipotle afterwards to grab a bite. And, um, you know, we go through line. We sit down. And Zach's phone's out. And I was like, who are you texting? He was like, I text Wyatt, good game. I was like, oh, that's cool. He was like, I told him we'll do it next year. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Zach. I said, Zach's not going to listen, listen, listen. I said, Zach, he's a recall, senior. Recall, Yeah, yeah. So he said, <laughs> he, uh, I said he's a senior. I said, what? I said, this is his last year. He's going to college. I said, so listen, so put this. Hey, great, great game tonight. It was fun watching you play. Hope to see you at Thomas Moore next year. (laughs) But it was just so funny. Zach was like, hey, great game. We'll get it next year. (laughs) Well, and, you know, you you mentioned it earlier, too, that that, that's kind of how Northern Kentucky is. I mean, Wyatt Wyatt and Sam played together. Wyatt's dad, I don't know if you you probably don't realize this, Wyatt's dad and I were college roommates. No idea. Mike's, he was, along with my brother, was, was one of the groomsmen in my wedding that's awesome and so we so i've known wyatt before before why it was born, <laughs> exactly, yeah. hey, as my dad would so, say since he was a scratch yes yeah. <laughs> so uh you know it, it and that's what that's what makes northern kentucky and like you said people get behind us and all of that stuff and it, it's it's awesome our community you talked about midway you know all season long with not having fans in the in the gym there were watch parties. I didn't even know. Right. There were watch parties going on yeah, during our regular right. season. Right. And then, you know, spring break happened during the, the Sweet 16, and I've gotten so many texts and messages. Hey, we went to the hotel lobby. We went right. to the hotel restaurant. We told everybody in the restaurant that we're watching this game and all the TVs need right. to be on the game. <laughs> yeah, we, we, you know, we ain't watching Butler at uh, Auburn tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, it's off. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that those stories, it, it's so cool 
to see how many people connected right. in one shape, form, or another with our team and our run. And, you know, that that's the, the uniqueness of, of Northern Kentucky in particular and Fort Thomas specifically how much, you know, y- you're right. You, when, when everybody loves a winner. But what's neat about this community is they saw it before it happened. Right. A lot of our supporters, they said, this thing is, it's coming. Right. And, and so, you know, they got behind us before before the ball got rolling which is is phenomenal and and it it says a lot about these two guys um and what they how they handle things out in the community and and you know they do a great job of promoting our program in the right way and and talking to people and say look we're putting the work in just just be behind us right. and and our community has done that and it's it's so special to be able to do that here oh it's 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 like I told you when I, when I text my wife and kids uh, about going, not only was it because it was you guys. Oh, I'm sorry, not only because it was an Anthony team. Obviously, we're here, and like I said, I, I midway the regional game, they're hooking laptops <laughs> right. up, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but to your point, and I, I, we're going to get there. We're just taking the loop. <laughs> but when I asked about earlier about you seeing these guys, obviously, when over the last year or two, when I have you guys for varsity, we get there earlier, and you know. First off, we're going to get there just in case the JV guy don't show up. And secondly, we're there to support our JV officials, sure. uh, give them feedback. And um, your JV team was pretty good, you yeah. know. Uh, and, and then I realized, like I said, with Zach and a handful of others, respectfully, I didn't know the kids, but how they would play on both. So I'm like, oh, man, if, if he's back and he's back, you know, yep. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't know what you had back, but – you know, because you knew we had yeah, Sam Vincent yeah, back exactly, and, yeah. and Luke Mahler back, <laughs> right? And, and like yeah. I said, I say that respectfully. Um, you know, and, and some of our other officials, like they just follow it. And respectfully, I don't like. I I, I I look at okay, who do I got tonight? I'll look at the last game or two, but like I, I don't know who's sure. a sophomore, senior. Right. I just that's go, probably good, right? Exactly, because I don't care. And, right. and, and I say that respectfully. Oh, and coach, love you to death, man. You had some conversation, <laughs> you know. Um, like I don't care who's who. Usually, yeah. usually quote, about quote. what what book we read. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 to your point though. Um, I learned that years ago when I was officiating, you know, a couple guys would come in. Oh, yeah, well, well last night he had this, and, and he – I don't care. I mean, you know, okay. Yep. You know, um, but anyway, that's a side note. But, uh, but no, man, it was – and that was my point earlier because, like I said, I, I know you guys had some guys doing double duty last year, yep. uh, whether it was coming off the bench mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. And um, we kind of changed our philosophy on that, I'd say, what, about four or five years ago yeah. where – First, we were strictly sophomores, and if there's a freshman that can come up, right. they play JV. But we got to the point where we start playing some juniors, um, and and that kind of started helping us for the following years. And and, and two years ago, when we went twenty eight and four, yep, I think out of our five starters that year, three guys as juniors played JV. Right, you know, but when they were ready to play varsity, I mean, they stepped right in, and, and we didn't miss a beat. So. Um, this year's team, obviously last year, that group, Will and Zach and, and Cole and Ollie, um, they won the JV championship. And I think we ended 22-2 and two maybe last year. Yeah, Moeller and St. Henry. Yeah, and, um, you know, I I do think that really helped a little bit with, with winning that championship and getting that taste. And, and, you know, when they got, you know, to the district championship, regional championship, and then ultimately state, they – Oh, it's – like I jokingly say, whether it's you guys or others, you got to drink the Kool Aid, man. You got to absolutely. You know, I know it sounds corny, and some people don't like it, um, but I, I think it is what it is. And I hate to say that that's very generic, but sometimes that's the answer. Yeah. You know? And it's it in this day and age, it's a hard sell, right? You got a junior that hey, we want you to play JV, and and you know you're like, what do you mean? Well, we have now have a, a series of guys we can point to. 
and say, you know, like he mentioned the three starters, Jacob Brass, Hunter Allfeld, Jack Delagrange, all played JV as juniors, had fantastic senior seasons. The year before that was Ryan Lee. You know, here was a guy who was, as a sophomore, was okay. Junior year, had a great year on JV. Comes back the next year, he's a double-figure scorer. So, you know, part of of that is kids and selling the idea of be patient, continue to work, continue to grow – and when you're ready, we're gonna we're gonna give you the put you in a place to succeed. A lot of people want that right away, you know. And and coach is absolutely right. We we did change our philosophy, and and now we have a group of guys we can say, look for these guys. It was the right thing. I right. mean, obviously, Will Harold this year is a sophomore. So when when we got guys that are ready, they're gonna go in. <laughs> right, 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 right. And and you know sometimes that maybe that's your senior year, maybe it's your sophomore year, and, right. and it just depends on the group. You know, Will was a great fit for the group. This year, and 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 obviously his numbers, you know, justify what he right. what he did. But um, you know, it, so it, it depends on the kid. Depends on what's best for the program. And, and we and look this at both year, of those perfect things. example was uh, Cole Cooker, who ended up being our seventh man. Uh, contributed, uh, had two big baskets in the in the Sweet Sixteen. Two huge six backs. Yeah, huge. After the the second game, I think it was at the yeah, beginning of the year. After the St. Henry game, you know, his minutes were eight to twelve a game at varsity. But he came to us and he's like. Coach, I, I'll, I'll play JV. I, I just want to get minutes. That's I need awesome. to get better. And we were like, yeah, I mean, if you're more than willing to do it, and, and he would get anywhere from, depending on foul trouble, 12 to 18 minutes in the right. JV game. <laughs> and then he still got his same allotment in the varsity game. Right. You know, but, but he improved exponentially over the course of the year. Yeah. Well, we talked about this like we, you know, four or five years ago. A successful program is not just a varsity winning games because that's a one-and-done deal. Successful programs are varsity, JV, freshmen, and and we focus. We spend a lot of time with our middle school program. I mean, we're right. down there. We're down, you know, I'd say not this year as much, but the COVID. But uh, I know Coach Lister. Every time I go to middle school game, he's there, right. and he probably could say the same thing because we're cultivating and and making these kids a program. Right. You know, it, it's not it's not eleventh and twelfth graders. It's sixth through twelfth. Oh yeah, it's it's and again I'll say it and 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 I don't care to say it because it's my show and whatever you know. But like with you guys in Cuffcath, and I'll say it, it, it it's it's you got to buy in. Yeah. And now we can the Cuffcath and and with them being a, a private school, that's different because they can get kids sure. that most can't, and, and and that's a fact. And nobody don't like it. That's fine. But my point is, you guys in Cuffcath, I know when I go to their football games and basketball games, it says you know John Smith, Blessed Sacrament. Here it says John Smith, Ruth Moyer. I'm sorry, yeah, Moyer. I say, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, Ruth Moyer. So, but my point is though, it, 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 it's ultimately the same system. We're yeah. buying in, sure. you know. And, and and I'm not saying other schools don't, but respectfully, you guys in Cuffcath have kind of been the cream of the crop. Yeah, and you there's know? been and others. Like I mean, you say, the, the you Cooper, know, exactly, I mean, right. And like you, you said, Salt Newport Catholic had their right. run. Right. Exactly, you know, and it's right. cyclical. Yeah, you know. Hopefully, we can sustain this. And right. what looking back at what we've got in the you know in the feeder programs coming through. I see, you know, winning's not going to be an issue coming going forward. Right. Oh, no, it's – um, and that's the other thing. And, again, I don't want to go in circles here, but people don't understand. It's just hard, man. Like, the ninth region is hard. People, <laughs> Very hard. And, and, and I don't care who gets mad. You look at some of these other regions and, and pick a number that's not 6, 7, 9, or maybe 10 and 11. I don't know. But top to bottom, it's it's, it's hard. Right, yeah. <laughs> It's hard, man. Well, you know, you mentioned it earlier, especially this year with the, the state rankings, but, you, you know, us, Cuffcast, St. Henry, got the lion's share of some love across the state. Right. You look at Beachwood, 
right. the wins that they had. Obviously, and depending us. on what night Dixie shows up. Well, it, it, Dixie was a low. And Connor. They yeah. were good. I mean, right. Dixie, Dixie plays us to double overtime and then didn't lose. Right. I yeah. mean, they, they had, what, 16, 17 Something wins like to the, yeah. till right. they got beaten. You know, it was a bad, day, a bad night. You right, know, and right, that's right. unfortunately what happens. And then, you know, Coach Adi with what they did over at, at Connor. I mean, they had us down double figures twice. Yeah. And, and yeah. We, we wriggled off the hook right. <laughs> in both occasions. But, um, you know, so – it is, and and like you said, there's so much there's so much good coaching. Yeah. The talent level is is high. The kids across the area work, and they know each other from yeah. fifth grade on. They already know. You know, my son's in middle school. He already knows who the best player is going to almost every high school. <laughs> right. I mean, it, he does, and and so he's like, "That's the guy I got to outwork. That's the guy I got to outwork." And it happens, but those kids are all doing the same thing. Well, that's a guy I got right. out work, and so it, you know, in a sense, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. The, the difference is we've got so many schools up here that uh, that it doesn't end up at one spot. It gets kind of dispersed, which makes it fun. That's what makes the ninth region it's high school basketball makes it tough. Yeah, right. what the beauty of it is. Well, and and like you had mentioned, um, with with I always tell people from Dayton to Ryle or Cooper, pick one. It's thirty five minutes. Right. You know, it's 35 minutes. You go to the 8th and the 10th, your next school's 35 minutes away. <laughs> yeah. You know, and people right. don't understand that. Like right. Campbell and, 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 and uh, I'm sorry, Brossard and Simon, you know, could you imagine half of your nights getting back at 10 o'clock, 10, yeah. 30, 11 o'clock? That's miserable. It's yeah. no fun. I'm good friends with the Campbell coaches, oh, being an alumni there. And yeah, yeah. they were seniors when I was a freshman there, so very good friends and probably share more scouts with them than anybody. Um but I think when it was two years ago, they played down at GRC. Yeah. You know, I think it was an hour and 40 minute, hour and a half drive, right. you know, to get back and forth just for a region game. Exactly. doing it, right. you know, right. three times a week for them. You know, they make their, they're usually in the finals. But, you know, it, it, the ninth region basketball is something special. It is, man. And it's it back. It, it it's back. It's loaded. And it's going to be loaded for for years to come. Yeah. And it's uh, – and again, I say that respectfully, and and that's what I told everybody. And I'm gonna be selfish here, but like once I became relevant in officiating, you know, I start moving up the ladder. Um, There's the whole scratch deal, you know. So I'm like, well, my dad and Coach Faust graduated together, and, and he's known me since, like you said, since I was born. Do I scratch them? Right. You know. You know. So for for the longest time, I scratched Newport, and then my niece and nephew went to Newcath, and now respectfully, my daughter's playing varsity softball at Highlands. I'm going to scratch you guys, right. and I don't care to talk about it. Hell, Are you happy? Yeah, exactly. Hey, we need yes. the edit. We need the edited portion right now. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I say that because first off, I'm a big boy. I don't give two shits, and I don't care who wins. I'm mean, right. I don't. Right. You know, and you look at our top third officials, if you will. We don't. First off, nobody does, but you know what I'm saying. Right. Like, I don't care if my kid goes to Highlands or not, or if my kid goes to Newport. I'm going to ref that game. I'm going to ref it as right. I see it. But, uh, but to, to your point about the ninth region being so close, and it's not just me. Other people take it too. But I'm just telling you my story is I took shit because I didn't scratch this. Okay, I said if I'm going by your logic, and I'm going to give a shout out to my dad here, like your dad, I. I shouldn't be reffing half the region, half the schools in the region. Right, right. You know, so that's why I'm, I just learned about five years ago, piss on it. Whoever don't want me is going to scratch me, and, <laughs> and whoever wants me, I'm going to show up. You know, and, and, and I'm just being honest and telling you my story, but that's why I say about the ninth. You get to the eighth and tenth, you know, everybody knows so-and-so in this county. Right. Two counties away, who's that guy? You know, uh, me and you can go to Florence, and people know who we are. Right. You know, and, and, and that's our further school, you know, or union, if you will. But anyway... Sorry, going to sidetrack there, but it's uh, 
It is, man. I've always said it. And again, once I got older and I learned what the ninth region used to be, what those other schools, let's just say from Campbell County up, because Mason's a good distance, but from Campbell up, I mean, yeah. it's crazy. But, uh, but anyway, um, what you got, Coach? I got a couple of things here. I'm going to let you jump <laughs> in here. So, you know, we talked about the ninth, and then you come through that hell of a fight, <laughs> and then you get the Sweet 16. You know, yeah. and, and like I said, I'm not much of a basketball guy, so I, I had to do a little research today. Sweet 16 in Kentucky, with them and Delaware, the last two states in, in the United States to do one. Yep, one class. One class. Um, started in 1917. Northern Kentucky didn't get one until 1981. Yeah. Simon, another right? 20. Simon, Simon Kittens. Yeah. yeah. That was year the school blew up, right? Yeah. Yep. Then mm-hmm. another 28 years go by, and Holmes gets one. Yep. Then you get Cuffcat gets one in 14. Cuffcat gets one in 18. Your bluebirds get one in 21. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, with seeing the Northern Kentucky kind of start to win that tournament, in your opinions, I'll start with you. You, know, you may have already answered it talking about sixth graders and seventh graders. What do you think? Is it, it, it just can't be draws. There has no, to be something, um, something to that because, I, I, sorry before you answer, but Tony and I talk a lot about damn, culture. Matt, let him talk. Jesus, <laughs> Hell, y'all been going for two hours. I've been just listening. My ears are bleeding. Tony and I, you know, we're in a fast pitch world and we talk a lot about culture down south, you know, where they, it's just different when you right. go down there. And that's, that was always the story when it came to basketball as well was, well, you can get to the Sweet 16, but you're not going to get, you're not going to win it. Right. But uh, it's changing. You go 64 years, 28 years, five years, four years, three years, something's right. happening. I, I think there are several factors. Well, and th- to interrupt real quick, and, and in some of those odd years, like Cooper was in the finals, correct? Right, and Cooper. Scott, Scott, Scott was, was in the close. finals. Campbell was in. right here. Yep. That's Cooper Scott. That's Bowling Green Scott County right there. Uh, Campbell was in the finals uh, three years ago. You know, so yeah, it's, semifinals, finals. Right. We got yeah. a lot of schools um, that, have, yeah, that, that have made some deep runs here. Uh, Ryle, if I'm not mistaken. Was Ryle the first one for a long time? I don't know. Let's see. Ryle would have gone in oh. That's what I'm saying, because Holmes, we said, was 09, right? 09 was Holmes. I know right. that's yeah. what I'm Simon saying. Kenton was before that. Simon no, Kenton no, no, was right, but I'm saying yeah. that you had a 20-year gap, almost, yeah. 20-something-year gap. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, so I, here's, here's what I think. I, it, like I said, there, there are a couple factors. Um, you know, you've got to have a really, really dominant player to make that run. I, I think that's, that's one of the things. If you look at all those teams, they had them. Um, you know, obviously with McKinley at, at Simon Kenton, you look at that Holmes team and the guys that they had, you, you know, they had a couple division loaded, one. Man. Well, I'll tell you, Brandon Housley, because he was at Newport, I coached mm-hmm. him in the sixth grade, and then they all went over to Holmes. Yeah, <laughs> no, they did. Yeah, Ricardo, Ricardo Johnson, yeah. you know, Elijah Pittman, Pittman. They, they, yeah. dude, just, just dudes, yeah. right? Um, you know, you go, uh, Cove Kath had, had their guys, you know, that are, that are D1 guys. Obviously, we've got Sam. So, you know, you, right. you got to have that guy sort of first. And when you go back to the, the recent ones, you got Jake Omer at, at Scott. You got Cooper, uh, Reed Jolly. You got two guys that are major Division McNeil. One talents. Yeah, McNeil and uh, Conklin. So, you yeah. know, you, yeah. so you got to have, I mean, it's, it starts with talent. Um, and then, you know, I think the other part, playing at Bank of Kentucky, I think that makes a difference. Sure. You know, the kids are a little bit more relaxed playing in a bigger uh, arena, shooting into that, that piece. Um, I think that, I think there's a little bit of shift in the state, you know, that that we have, um, that especially Louisville and Lexington aren't quite so dominant in terms of talent over Northern Kentucky. 
and I, I think that that's that, that's sort of balanced itself out, or it's just cyclical. I don't I don't know exactly what it is, um, and I think that that the the what school have been going on in the ninth is that things have gotten the coaches, like I said, have gotten better. So and and the players and and what we've seen is our best teams, and I think that has a lot to do with it. Our best teams have gotten out, or our top two have gotten right. out. You know, there was so there was kind of a run there. Um, you know, in the in, in the eighties and a little bit in the nineties, where we had some, I'm going to say, some dark horses that that won Upset the region, played will, played yeah. well in One the region. Game, yeah. You know, they had a great week, and then they got down there, and, and they didn't have that same right. that same magic down there. So, you know, those those are all pieces. Um, you know, I I hope it continues. And I, th- I think <laughs> yeah, it will. Right. I mean, there's just there's really good basketball, and I think the other part is, I think our region has done a much better job of late, of going and playing the best in the state. Yeah. Right. We've sure. gotten out and gone and played not just not just one team, but a lot of teams. And if yeah, I know Pomp, you said you don't follow it, but it, like at Christmas time is a good gauge of where we are in the state because we send a lot of teams leave the ninth oh. region and go play. And when you look at what those teams do when we travel around, the state, it's impressive. It is really impressive well, when that when we roll out at Christmas time. I have two things selfishly on the officiating end. When you guys would come back, hey, Pops, good to see you guys. <laughs> we do get some appreciation. You appreciate how good you got in the night. But secondly, um, I, I will give you guys a compliment. Um, you know, when I go down to the state tournament, A, it's to watch whoever's representing the ninth, and B, um, I see my brother officials. Yeah. You know, uh, section, I think it's 32 right there in the county corner. Um, and all of them just watching you guys. Pump, they always this good. <laughs> yeah. Pump, pump. I see the score. Hey, guys are pretty good, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I say this respectfully. I say, guys, we had two or three teams that could have came down here and not saying done with you, did, right. done with you, done what you did, but who would have had a chance? Right. For I sure. think you guys are realistic yeah. enough to say St. Henry, Cuffcat, and Beachwood could have at least I won a it, game. Or I two. said it yeah. on a Facebook post. You know, my end of the year. Thank for the parents, the school, the administrators, janitors, all that stuff. Yeah. Whoever came out of the ninth, correct, was had a very. And again, you and I are Facebook friends. What yeah. did I post? Yeah, I posted it. I said, sure. guys, whoever wins the ninth is gonna get it. Yeah, exactly I mean, what I said. And and stuff has to happen, you know. Right. You know, we shot the ball. You really still got to well. do it. You, you still, still have to do, do it. it. But I think St. Henry, Cubcat, Dixie Connor, I think Beachwood, right, right, right. Beachwood. You know, no. any of those guys could have made that run. You know, I'm very, very, very happy that it was us. Right, no, of course. Right, right. And like I said, I don't mean it. No, no we, I completely what, agree. What with I mean you. it is, is like I said, my point when when my uh, fellow officials were talking and watching you guys just swish, swish, timeout, timeout on the floor, swish, swish, right. timeout, yeah. and they're like, I was like, guys, they're pretty good. Yeah, I said, you know, they're pretty good. If we're shooting the ball, we're we're hard yeah. to beat. You know, and and, and it's it's matchup. Dictate a lot with us, you right. know. Like we talked earlier, Cuffcalf is a tough matchup for us because they got the two bigs. Right. Saint Henry matches up better with us, where their big had trouble matching you. with exactly. us. Right. You know, so. Uh, but getting back to the Rupp Arena thing, we were we took the floor the first night, and we were I was kind of worried how the kids would react. Yeah. You know, because I I can tell you I'm good friends with Trevor Bar, so I've been around that game time. Right. AAU with Zach, Luke, Sam since they were third grade. And they've talked about this year since third grade. Right. We're getting we weren't going to go to Rupp That's Arena. That's awesome, you know. And, and with all the COVID stuff, I, my I was like, oh my gosh, we have to have a year, you know, to give right. them the shot to do it. And so we took the floor for the Muhlenberg County game, 
and I'm watching them warm up. And I'm for about 15 seconds, I felt like we were up in our home gym just because of – I mean, it, there was no hesitation. There was no, no fear. There was nothing. It was uh, it was incredible. Yeah. I mean, the shots were falling, and you know, I walked back to coach at the bench, and I was like, we're ready. Yeah. Yeah. The boys are ready. Oh, it's huge. So what I just showed them, I text Trevor. I said, you coming tonight? He said, two question mark. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> but anyway, but no, you're right, man. It's, um, like I said, man, it's, 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 that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I have wondered, and by the way, are we good on time? Cause if you guys yeah. got to go, no, please, we're good. No. please let me know. Cause I, I don't want to keep you. Uh, got nowhere to be, man. All right. So what do yeah. you got? No, nah, he'll go all night. So nah, nah, we be careful will. what you say. Hey, hey part one, part two. <laughs> hey, hey, we've already hit 4,000. Might as well make it to 5,000. Uh, by the way, that's downloads by the way. So, yeah. but, uh, so no, so what I have, I have two things. I'm going to go to this one first. I'll save this one. So, uh, I have, uh, I wrote down here about B. Bowden cause to, to y'all's point, what you're talking about. Um, to have the kids buy in to the JV varsity deal, and when you had the fella come to you and say, "Hey, I want I'm gonna play JV. I want some more reps." Um, Bobby Bowden years ago. Obviously, I'm a big Florida State fan. I'll never forget when they asked him, "Coach, what's the difference when you coached in the '70s till today?" You know, he has that twang. Well, back then we could tell them to run through that wall, and they would do it. Today, you got to tell them to run through the wall, and they'll ask you why. You right, know, mate. so how? And I know you said the the kids bought in, but that's that's not normal for today's kids, and I mean that respectfully. Do you, I mean, do you guys get what I'm saying here? Yeah. Like I, you can ask them to do that. You know, like like my dad said years ago. You know, or even a college level. You know, freshmen didn't play. You know, varsity or whatever it may be. Right. You know, Kevin, it wasn't normal. I think Kevin touched on a little bit. I mean, we we've done it for a couple of years now, so they've seen these other kids. Right. Go no, no it but that's what I'm asking. The initial ones, though, yeah. to get them yeah, to buy in. That's what I'm saying. The initial kids, like that, couldn't have been easy, right? Since they have a junior. Hey, I need you here. We got to get you better here first, and then we'll get you some varsity. Right. You know. Yeah. No. For sure. And the, the I'm, those the, the kids we coached early. I mean, like a kid like Parker Harris. That kid was one of the best basketball players I've coached in the seven years I've been there. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. And and to see him in the stands at the state tournament was awesome. Right. You know, right. came up, gave Coach Listerman a hug, and from six feet, it was a it was right. A right. Yeah, it, was, it was a social distance <laughs> hug. It but was a waiver. It, it wasn't a question of buying in, but. I'll say with this group, there was a different mindset, you know, and, and I joke with Sam all the time. I made, I made the offer to him. Was it two years ago? We started a breakfast club. Yeah. Three. So two years ago, you know, I was like, Hey, why don't we do a breakfast club? Get my butt out of bed. We'll go in the gym. We'll meet there at six in the morning, shoot for an hour and 15 minutes. You shower, go to school. Really? So the first week it was Sam Vincent. Week two, it was Sam Vincent, Luke Muller. Oh, I answered. Oh, well, I know. Hang up, Coach. I'll call him. <laughs> hey, hey t- text him. We'll call him back. Go ahead, yeah, Coach. No, but ahead. It, it, it turned into a, a mindset. You know, I walked in. The, I walked in oh, there I at six at six o'clock one morning. You know, and I'm I'm kind of getting myself moving. I turn around. There's nine kids standing at the door. Really? At so six you go a, from one to nine. At six in the morning, you know, on a school day, and you know. These kids love the. Right. They love their naps. They love their sleep. Sure, but you know it, it would it turned into a mindset, and, and you know, I think if we if we offered it to sixth and seventh and eighth graders, they would be there. Right. I, I really yes. do. No, because it, they see the older kids what it's done for them. Gotcha. Well, you just said it before coming in here today. I think it was the first day Sam actually went back and start working out again. Right. 
and uh, they work out with Jordan and Chris Nevels. Jordan was working with Sam today, and I guess Will Harold. That was yesterday. Was yeah, he yesterday. called Jordan yeah. and said, "Hey, I heard you're working Sam out. Do you mind if I join?" That's and, and that's and that stuff so you can't coach or teach. Nope. And that's it, you got to have it. Can't and put it you in. talk about the buy-in, right? The, the, when we when we started, we didn't have the example, so our kids had to become the example. Those those right. first couple years, those struggle years, had to become the example, and they started. They they did. They they gave us their best, but when you start to see it turn, then you want more. Right. And the kids want more, and and they're willing to do more, and so, you know, that's the, that's the residual effect. That's the building of a program. That's the that's that's what you want to cultivate. You can't coach it. Right. No, you're right. It, you, and, and if you yeah. make it mandatory, then it becomes mandatory. Exactly. And the results it, aren't the same. Exactly. Like, oh, we got to do this. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's try this and see if he answers. Coach Fromer. <laughs> if not, what he's going to say he's the reason we got on that yeah. run. On that. There he is, hey Coach Frohmeyer. Welcome to a sit down. We got uh, whoop. Co- whoop. We got Coach Blasting Game, Coach Jordan, Coach Listerman, and me and Matty Ice. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. Just uh, heading home after having the, the big shooters on. That, yeah, thank you. Hey, uh, so I call you. I call you from the gym. You big timey, but then all of a sudden you call uh, the 2021 state champ. You know, you call him, but well, you can't call me back. I was a little busy when you called me. I'm sorry, but I was a little frantic, and I believe I was on the other line too at the same time. Yeah, well, uh, Matt Young, you, you can call Matt Young back later. You could have clicked over. <laughs> he had he had the uh, podcast with Sam Vincent tonight. I yeah, think that's where just, he was. At. Just so our listeners know, uh, yeah. I'll, go ahead. Uh, well, when I reached out to Coach and Fro. Oh, by the way, I gave you multiple shout-outs tonight, like I always do. Um, That's well, good. Thank uh, you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, and I called Coach, and I was like, hey, uh, can, we, can we get Sam or somebody on? And, and I said, huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I felt like I went, uh, well, never mind. But anyway, but yeah, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I was already beat. I was already beaten to the punch. Yeah, you, yeah, this is your perfect opportunity, too. I spent all this time in baseball. You get all this chance to get That's right, baby. Hey, keep <laughs> but, scheduling. Uh, keep you, scheduling. Uh, Second place, second place, as always, as in, you know, a podcast guest, your wife, uh, everything, you know. I was first. I beat you first at everything, all those things. That's true. That's true. So this we'll uh, edit so, that. No, nah, we're good. So, uh, no, for those that hey, don't. Can I, tell, can I tell the please, Kelly story? Please tell the Kelly. I was going to. Please tell No, the, I can't. No, I no, can't. don't go in the detail, but let's just say you okay. guys grew up on Home Street together. Well, I well, on the hill. On South the hill, Newport. whatever. Spaghetti yeah. novel. And, yeah, and the boys and girls used to play together. That's right. Shirtless. Shirtless. We'll so. leave it there. Uh, <laughs> hey, it, shirts and it. skins, but everybody skins, was skins. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then it, it was, it was weird. Kelly was always skins and you guarded her. That's weird. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I let her I let her post me up, box me out. This is the whole deal. I think we called it Cowboys and Indians, but, you know, right. whatever. You call it whatever you want. So, well. Well, so, good. I hope your show's good. Uh, we're Sorry trying. that I'm ruining it. Nah, you're on it, man. Hey, um, I gave you a shout out about the equipment and everything. So, uh, so uh, yeah. how's baseball going? It's cold yeah. and going. Yeah, we're good. It's got the uh, got a win yesterday or never one seed in the district. That's what we do. Um, it's been enjoy. I'm not a state champion. Not but, yet. you know, other than that. I'll, I'll send you some notes, bro, how to how to make that happen. I think that, uh, I think that would be wise. I, I could probably use it. So, but the boys did great tonight. The, awesome. boys had, the boys did good. You know, we got to have uh, about 30 minutes, 40 minutes of conversation before Joe D showed up tonight. So it was good. It was a good time. And 
and everybody behaved themselves, and uh, I think that you'll like it. Awesome. We're good. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And I never once even had to say the great Kevin Listerman. So I did say the great <laughs> Sam Benson. But you mentioned about being the. You mentioned about being the 2021 state champion. Sadly, without the great Sam Benson and all those fantastic players that they had, that Kevin Listerman would still be Kevin Listerman, the guy with the mask. And uh, <laughs> you're <laughs> absolutely kidding. right. Hey, Fro. <laughs> hey, uh, that year you made it to the semis. Who'd you have? Uh, Jake Amer. Okay, all right, we're good. Didn't help. Didn't help. <laughs> hey, that gotta have that. <laughs> I admitted it when Kevin was on. I admitted it. You got to have Batman. I understand. Got to have the horses. Everybody else has got it, and everybody else has got it. You got to have all the guys around it. Yeah. So yeah, it, no, uh, I'm picking at you. It was, it was good. It was good. So, but I enjoyed it. All I right. enjoyed it. Sam's a good kid. So We're good. It was man. good to get him and Cameron to tag team back up again. They rode out together, and it was like sitting down with old buddies and just having a chat. So yeah. it was a good time. Hey, 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 I told I told these guys, Coach Listerman earlier was um, describing something, and he was looking for a word. I said, hey, man, just say what you want. This ain't Fro's show. Fro, Fro, Fro would have gave you like a nine-digit word or something like that. I said, just just explain it, and we'll get to it. Uh, you know. It's that Newcath education, that Newport education. Yeah, I'm, surprised that, I'm surprised that when you say that, I'm surprised there weren't four-letter word that you were using on <laughs> your hey, so. I can't tonight. <laughs> hey, I told him, I say, tonight we're, <laughs> we're representing the school. That's right, because uh, Dom Listerman will be like, uh, when is this posted to Spotify? Before you <laughs> even, before they yeah. even leave, he's going to say, give me, the, give me the link, bro. Now, Let's go. But no, but it was cool. We had, uh, we had Luke and Zach on. Um, you know, cause you, cause you had Sam the night and, uh, me and coach Orm spoke, uh, we're, we're going to try and get a couple of the other guys on, maybe do it again. And, um, this is actually leading into my next question and I'll do it when we hang up. But, uh, you know, if the guys want to bring the misses on and, uh, talk about the, the, uh, longevity of a season and, and, and the, the things that the wives have to deal with, you know, you hit the hit yeah. edit button. Yeah. Button. <laughs> yeah. Well, you boys be good. Have a good time. All right, All right bro. bro. We'll see, see you, buddy. We'll see you. Bye. Bro, I still want to say what he would say right now, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, that was my next question. Was, 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 I know we mentioned it earlier. Um, the wives, you know, it's, it's, it's long. Like you, whatever number you would say, 50, 60 hours or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then especially this year when things could change on a dime. Yeah. You know, typically you have a schedule. Hey, we play Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. We're going to do family dinner night Tuesday. Yep. <laughs> this year, no, we got COVID. Uh, we're going to play so and so on Tuesday now. And we can't go to dinner anymore. Right, and we can't go to yeah. yeah, and we can't go to dinner. Yeah, right. yeah. So and the uh, season was into April. Right. right. Which usually yeah, so yeah. So <laughs> well, when you want to say tournament, it goes into April. <laughs> yeah. You know, for, for, for some other people, it was over in uh, <laughs> in March. Um, yeah. I, I'll I'll answer this first from from my end, and we. I was able to to express some thanks the other night at our reception with the community. Uh, it takes a special woman to be a coach's wife. Um, you know, fortunately, my mother, she'll be a saint before she passes. There's there's no doubt about all the sacrifice and time and everything else. And my wife is the same way. You just they feel it. I, I think it's harder on them in some cases. You know, they they ride the emotion of the team. They ride the wins and the losses. They know the the battles. Uh, that you go through as a coach because you care about each and every kid, right? You, but you can't – not every kid's going to play as much as they want to play. Not every kid is going to get 
what they they want out of it. And as a coach, you struggle because you know that the work that they're putting in and and the reward's not always going to be the same. It's a failure dominated. All sports are failure dominated right. sports. So people understand that. And so you know they they see you going through it. My wife sees me. Said she's you know she she's right there feeling all the emotion. And then you know the same thing with the wins. Well, well this this team did this, and I'm mad about that, and I've already let it go. And she's still you know she's <laughs> like, do you, how how do you do that? And but she's so vested in 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 me and us that they they ride that emotion just as much as, as we do as coaches, if not more, because they're not in control. Right. Right. You know, I'm sitting here it going, is. Okay, we're we're moving on to the next thing. I know where we gotta get better. They don't get the they don't get the process it the same way. So um, you know, it, they go through so much. They've seen, you know, the, the losses and to finally, you know, finish the way we did. Um just amazing, you know. I got to hug her after the regional championship. I, I saw that stands. picture. I saw you, the wrinkles in the back right. of your yeah. head was unwrinkled. I saw that. Coach. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> so you know that one, and then uh, the security guard at Rupp Arena, he wasn't going to let me up into the stands, and he didn't oh, have much choice. Bro, you yeah. but, it, bro. Uh, but you know, he ran it, the picket fence on him right. so he could get up in the stands. <laughs> right, come here, but but uh, and another thing, and I'll say it for you, it's no different than any coach. Um, our wives are in the stands. Yeah. And, and they're hearing Johnny or Susie's mm-hmm. mom and dad. Oh, for sure. Question everything you do. Yep. And this isn't towards you guys for the listeners, so if y'all want to get in your feelings, get in your feelings. But it's in general. Somebody, some coach's wife or husband is in the stands listening to yep. everything you do get questioned. Sure. Yep. Um, and, and I'll tell you, selfish pomp here, uh, my kids, like you had mentioned, um, with Sam and your daughter and all that stuff. Yeah. and. My kids have been fortunate enough to be to Rupp Arena four times and to be to have that the first or last game to be by ourselves in Rupp Arena and get our picture taken on the logo. Yep. Not many people can say that. No. Yep. But to your point, when Morgan and Zach and Kelly do go to a game and there's a parent, whether I'm right or wrong, uh, Pomp's going to say he's right, and uh, they you know start bad-mouthing. And kids hear that. Yeah. You know, my, Kelly gets it. She's a, she's a grown, right. grown woman. Right. My 12- and 10-year-old kids don't. They don't right. understand it. And uh, to your point, I think I'm sorry. Do you have kids? I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. No. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't know that. But <laughs> kids hear it. Yeah. Your wives get it. You know they yeah. they can shield it. Right. But it's hard. That's my point. Yeah. And uh, you got to have those conversations. Yep. You know, mom, dad. Well, why? They, well, well, listen. <laughs> you know, here's why. <laughs> there, there, yeah, there's some of that, and you know, the kids. You know, my the the neat thing is my two boys are 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 there with us almost every day, practice games, and yep. so that you know they kind of see it all. Uh, the, the good, the bad, and we try to shield him from the ugly. But, you know, sometimes it, it creeps up. And, you know, we have those conversations about perspective and, you know, patience and working through things and all that stuff. And, and the other part is just understanding that there's a different perspective. You know, when you and, and sometimes I've said this, when you become a mom and a dad, you'll understand. Exactly. And, and so those type of things. I'm going to let Coach Orm, Coach Blasingham, because their wives are uh, they're as, as invested and and awesome – as my wife, and and it's neat to see the bond. I, I I'm gonna steal one more minute. Yeah, you got um, it. Um, hey, coach, this yeah. clock's running. Hey, <laughs> hey, remember earlier we were talking about that we got no. a time for. Hey, this clock's running. Uh, here's ahead. here's what I'm gonna say. My dad and the staff that they were on in 1979, Coach Shields, Coach Mesmer, my dad, Buster Petty. Not only were they great coaches, and not only were they really really good friends, but their families. All of us had kids, you know, young kids, wives. It was a whole, uh, I don't know if you want to call it village, club, whatever Family the word is. Yeah. yeah, 
and yeah, we were all we hey, were all. You want all we call Fro? He'll call Fro. He'll give us one. It was it was all of us together. Yeah. And, and, and the friendships that we have from that group lasted an entire lifetime. Right. I was fortunate when I was at Coleraine with Kevin Higgins to form that type of bond. And when these guys came on board and I told them, and I said, that's what I want. Right. I said, it, it, it doesn't just happen because you got to have the right people and the, and the mix has to be right. But it, it's not just about us and basketball. You know, we, we try to do things – with the wives, we try to do things with the families because, to me, that's as important as as anything else as we move forward. Because there's going to be times where, look, I'm going to call him at 11:30 at night, and, and she's got. Yeah, right, thank she's God, got my, thank God, my dog died. Right? Hey, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the that was the late night calls. For the but dog uh, well, it was taking the dog walks. But and and the neatest part is that has happened. Right. And so, you know, I'm blessed and I'm fortunate, and I'll let them talk about no, their, ahead, their excellent Yeah, lives. but I'll jump in real quick. And But I want to just go back to what he just said about Coach Mass, Coach Shields, and uh, Coach Petty. And Mess, uh, back in the lean days when we had – I think we had won seven games three years in a row, my first three years. Hey, Coach, I'll give you credit. We looked it up earlier. One year was eight. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we got hot at the right time, but, uh, you know, and, and you're starting to question, you know, is this thing going to turn around, you know, and, or, or, or is it worth it? You know, and the timing couldn't have been any better. We were at coach Listerman's house on his porch and I think it was just us three sitting there and we were talking about the next year, what we got to do, who we got. And, uh, he, I, don't, I think he may have brought the picture up, but he he mentioned, he said, he, he had a picture of his dad, Coach Shields, Coach Mesmer, and Coach Petty. Yep. Standing in the middle at midcourt at Holmes High School when they That's won the region with their arms around each other hugging. That's awesome. And this makes me emotional. Cause, nah, I, and uh, he looked at us, and he said, I want this to be us one day. Well, it was about three weeks ago <laughs> so that, at, at Holmes yeah, High School. I was say, yeah, at Holmes. You know, yeah. so the, it, it was just like – You couldn't make it up. Couldn't make it up. Couldn't make it up. You know, and we us three stood there with our arms locked around our shoulders and, and just like holy – Right now, right. hey, you can, hey, you're the one that's a Highlands. Not right. you can say what you want. You can say what you want on this show. Yeah, so. uh, it, it's my show, but you say but what you want. It was just that that was that was kind of the turning point for me. Yeah. to real. I mean, I've all I've known Kevin a long time, and for what kind of a man he is, that meant the world to me. And for yeah. for us to be able to do it, yeah. you know, it, it was it was unbelievable. Uh, but I'll, back to my wife. My wife has been incredible. Uh, like I told you earlier, it was supposed to be a two hour a week job and you know, whatever, yada, yada, yada. And, but, you know, to tell you what kind of uh, a fan she is, you know, Highland spring break fell during the, st the state tournament this year. So the plan was for coach blast game. And I, we were going to drive all the luggage to Florida. The, our wives and kids flew and, you know, we, won the region and we're like oh boy we got a game thursday <laughs> right. their, their flights are friday at 5 45 well she had a foresight to book them out of lexington two weeks prior to the region <laughs> tournament so she was you know she felt we were gonna we we're gonna win a region we we're gonna get to lexington so we win thursday and i meet her at the hotel and i was like you know and she said don't even say it i'm not we changed the flights already we're staying till you got she goes 
I can't say what she said exactly, but she <laughs> said, we're not going to miss you guys winning the state championship. We're going to win or we're going to be spectators, one or right. the other. <laughs> and that, that, that tells her what, what her mindset was. Right. She said, I'm not leaving until you guys are finished or you cut the nets down. Right. You know, and I'm like, just go, go, go. Nope, I'm staying until it's over. And I think she would, uh, she'll, she, she would say now that for sure it was worth it. Right. Because there's nothing like looking in those stands. Oh, no. I, I don't pay attention to who's sitting where, but I can always tell you where my wife and three kids are sitting at the games. Yep. With, yeah. that's, that's the three, hmm. th- the four people I can pick out. Right. You know, so I'll let Coach Blast uh, again. You guys have summed it up. I mean, I think they look forward to two times out of the year, dead period and <laughs> spring break. Because <laughs> they know that's when we're home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It's And uh, I'm going to give uh, Jack Patterson, if you guys know him or not. So uh, he was the principal at Newport when I was there. And I'm going back to the old uh, – uh, uh, ICN six legend show with uh, coach. Um, oh, good night uh, at Bellevue forever. Um, yes, oh, Coleman, uh, Charlie Coleman. Coach Coleman. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, Coach Coleman. So, uh, and, and to to your point with the dead pier and all that, I never forget Jack Patterson. Back to my Bobby Bowden quote. Jack Patterson was on there, and he said, "Jack, what's the difference of coaching in the '80s and today?" And he said, he had talked about where everything being year round now. You know, baseball and softball goes until there's no snow sure. till late October. You know, basketball's year-round. Football's always been year-round. You know, and in my opinion, that's why I've always say, that's why you don't – who was the last – well, I'm going to tell you my answer, at least my opinion. The last three-sport great athlete to me is Brady Heitchu at Newcath. But and I'm sure there's a couple others. But what I'm saying is it's just harder to do because right. everything is year-round. Yeah. You know, um, you know, football, baseball, basketball, it's just it's – It's just, tough. Yeah, yeah. It's just harder to do. But uh, that's just a side note. Yeah, there. and I've had parents ask me about that, about, you know, should my kid play football? And I'm never, ever going to tell a kid not to play exactly. anything. You know, and all the only – the answer I give them, you've got to do is what you can handle as a parent. You know, to drive them to a 6 a.m. workout for football, 12.30 shoot around for basketball, waits at 4 o'clock, you know, I always just say, "What can you handle?" That's how. What that's what they should play. Right, Pomp. I'm going to go back to, to just to the, my wife a little bit because Coach mentioned a couple of things that, that sparked. You know, uh, John Wooden yep. used to talk about. By his the way, no, Dayton High School legend. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Got it started legend. there. <laughs> you know, he said that he always gave his wife a, a the OK sign before a game, and that was their that was their thing. I'm learning something. Um, my wife at the state tournament. It's a regional and state tournament. Always made sure I blew her a kiss. And, uh, you know, those things are so important. And Coach talked about the dead period in, the, in, in spring break. You know, I will give my wife credit. She, we have date night every week. She makes sure that it happens. We, we carve out time in the schedule, and I think that, that th- having that type of commitment, she understands what, what I'm going through. She understands that, but she also makes sure that that, that – we come first, and and there's no better no better person at it. I had tremendous examples, obviously, with Coach Shields, and one of the things that stick with me. This actually isn't Coach Shields, but Danny Teeman. You know, I was fortunate with my dad to be in a in the coach's office after practice. And these are days before cell phones, so last mm-hmm. thing we do before we walk out the doors, he would say, "Hey, call your mom." So I would call my mom and say, "Mom, we're leaving practice." Coach Shields, before or Coach Teeman, before he ever always dialed, he said, "I'm gonna call my bride." 40 years of marriage, he was still calling his wife his bride. Right. And that, just the impact of, of that and how important it is to, be, to stay married and committed, um, the huge impact for me. 
and oh. and it's something you know that 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 you know it it's in this day and age whether you're a coach or not a coach to be that committed and to keep the other person first and that's what all of our wives do they they make sure that that, that we come first and the family comes first and you know just an unbelievable sacrifice that that, that they put up with to, to let us do this and and have a whole lot of fun right it uh, go you got anything I'm I think sorry. we've gotten smarter as coaches because now <laughs> we are allowing each of us, if you need to go do something one night and you're like, hey, I'm not going to make it practice yeah. tonight. Right. Yeah. Um, you guys got it and this and that. Well, and like, and like you said, not to sound generic or corny, but like a firefighter or a cop, it's like a brotherhood. Yep. You yeah. know, and, and, and oh, hey, hey, go to your daughter's recital. Go. Yes, I, I, sure. I don't Absolutely. care that we got blank on Tuesday. Go. Yep. Yeah. Go. We're fine. You know, and, and, and to your point, uh, it, it's tough, man. And um, and it, it, I don't think a lot of people understand it in terms of, I don't care if you're coaching baseball, basketball, soccer, softball, whatever. You know, there's time that you don't have with your family. Um, and I'm be very selfish here. The regional tournament. We have never not gone to Louisville, Lexington, or Moorhead. Right. We went to Pulaski this year. Right. <laughs> Two and a half hours away. Right. Right. And I'm going to tell you guys, because you're a part of it, because you're at Highlands, who missed their daughter's first scrimmage. Right. This guy, because yeah. yep. I have Lincoln and Pulaski County boys in Pulaski it's County. It's tough, man. Right. Yep. It's tough. But, you know, like, like Coach Blassingame just said, if, if I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was the practice before the region finals. We had a walkthrough and a shoot-around, and some we were putting some implementing some stuff, and it was my youngest daughter's first AAU basketball game. Yeah. And I, I hour into practice, I walked up to Coach. I said, hey, I, I'm going to go, you know, and – I, I'm. I don't want to miss those. Right. And not even. Didn't even bat an eye. It's like get out of here. You right. shouldn't. You know. You should have told me sooner. Right. You know. That's what it's about. You know. And Kevin's a little younger than me, and, and I've learned a ton from him about being a father. You know, being a good husband because I watch how he and Ann handled themselves. Uh, and Ann is a superwoman. You know, she always corners Coach Blassett game and I when we're out having drinks or, you <laughs> to know, get a what feel a, of you know, how I remember, Kevin is after the game. Yeah. <laughs> before, before the uh, before the season this year, she cornered us at, at somewhere and she said, "Is Kevin really? Is he? Is he telling me the truth?" And I was like, "Uh oh, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, where hey, is this hey, going? Hold on. Wait hey, at first, I thought you were going to say, is Kevin really going to wear that mask?'" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, and I said I kind of just gave the standard, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And can you clarify? You know, and she said he tells me how good this this team is. Are, are we are we able? Are we finally going to do it? And uh, and I, I without thinking, absolutely. We've got we've got the guys. We've got we've got the kids. We you know we can do this. We're going to win. Now state championship win. I, that, I wasn't going that far at that point, <laughs> right. you know, uh, but, you know, she's, she's, she's cared about this program like one of us, you know, and, and, and she would always gauge us. How's Kevin tonight? You know, after a loss, how is he tonight? He's fine. You know, he left in the locker room and uh, that that's very, very important. Very important. I was going to say, that's another thing that, um, you, you, again, your average person will understand. Like my dad always said, I'd rather lose by, let's just say, in baseball or softball or even basketball. I'd rather lose by five in baseball or by 20 in basketball because you lose by five, you look at two or three plays. Yeah. You know, and you're, like you said, you're midnight in bed. Gosh, if we would have 
this and that, and if I, should I have done this, should I have done that? You know, sometimes I'd rather just get my butt whipped. Yeah. You know, because, okay, we're done with that. We're going to roll on. But, you know, it, it's the five-point games that you, you, you break – Oh man! Usually it, a referee's call. Exactly, a referee's call for five sure. Five point game, yeah. <laughs> man, yeah. Hey, 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 uh, hey! I'm just saying. Hey, you're welcome on the beach with game. I mean, that kind of turns your season around. Just saying. Well, and, and that game with the St. Henry game, those two games yep. were huge for us. Right. I mean, St. Henry was it the second game of the year? Yeah, yeah. Second game of the year. Oh, it was at your place, right? At our place. Yes. We come out. We we were. I think we were up 16, 18 points in the second half. Yep. Sam gets in a little foul trouble. Uh, and again, officiating. The yep. fish, yeah. <laughs> I want to go to say, I want to go to say that. Say it, say it, that's fine. But, uh, you know, the snowball started rolling against us, and, and when that thing gets big, it's hard to stop. Yeah. And, you know, that what happened at the end of that game, I've never seen being around basketball for 40 years. Uh, uh, I mean, it was incredible. But, yeah. you know, when we went to the locker room as coaches, you know, we're beating ourselves up because, you know, we felt like that was on us. It wasn't the kids. It was on us. And guess what? We were, we learned from that night. We started doing stuff to implement where if, if we're in a situation again, what we can do to slow it down, you know, because when Sam's down on the floor, it's a different game. Right, right. Different game. And uh, we did stuff in practice, you know, end of game situations. That was a weekly, daily thing for us. Hey, I, I do want to give Coach Listerman credit here of my – 12 years officiating, um, the one year I did your guys' scrimmage, I have never had a coach. We'll scrimmage for a quarter or two, but then you had a scripted scrimmage. Yeah, we did an end-of-game situation right. with yeah. Robertson County. Right. Yeah. I had it at yeah. your place. Yeah, no. And, and, and I tell everybody about that, by the way, not it's that great. I'm asking for your approval or a pat on the back, <laughs> but I'm just saying of my 12 years doing it, I've done a shitload of scrimmages, and I've never had somebody – you came up to me, you had your paper. Yeah. You had one, you gave coach one. And we went generically. Twenty-two seconds left, one-point game. You're shooting a one-on-one play. Right. Yeah. No. And, and I've never. I still to this day have never seen nobody else do that. Well, again, we. I'm not going to take any credit for that. We stole it from That's Worcester. Fine. We went up to Worcester, Worcester College, uh, Worcester College in Ohio, fine. who's ironically one of the most successful college programs in the Was country. It? Worcester. W o o s t e r. Okay. They are. They, they have more wins than Duke and UK over the last. 20 something years. Really? I mean, they, they flat out know how to win. Yeah. Uh, Hall of Fame coach just retired. Anyway, we went up there because Ben Sisson was a senior and they were kind of recruiting him. And I, I thought this would be good for our kids, and it was. But what what they had was what they called an overtime tournament, or not the overtime tournament, it was a situational, situational tournament. Situational tournament. So they had seven situations. You had to win four out of four out of the seven to advance. Awesome. So, you know, you flip the coin, you, you're up, you're up, win, up, on, up, one. up one on this first one. You're going to be down on the next one, so it, it worked itself out, and and they had two pages of scenarios. It was the first round. Here's the seven scenarios. Second round. Here's the next set of scenarios. And I, I copied it, and we've built it from there. We've done a lot more in practice, similar, but it was good to go against somebody else because we do things a certain way at end of games. Other teams are going to do different things. So you know, it it allowed us to see well. You know, this team's a zone type team. They're going to do this type of thing. So it, it really was a, a, a great thing for us. And um, like Coach said, we, you know, we didn't get a summer scrimmages last year, so we didn't even get that opportunity. Right. St. Henry exposed it to us. We knew it was something we needed to work on. We just hadn't gotten to it yet. And that's part of that, that first month of the season, that right. learning curve that we, we needed to go through. 
Well, like again, not to keep harping, you win or you lose. Yeah. So, win so, or learn. So, win I'm win sorry. Learn. I'm sorry. Check yeah. check. Yeah. Win or learn. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so you got the Beachwood and St. Henry, two losses right. against two really good teams. Yeah. And like you said, made you better. Absolutely. You know? Very anyway. very important um, games. But no, like season. I said, I always I never told you that, but I just wanted to Thank say I, I've never done a scrimmage and I've done a lot of them <laughs> to where I've seen coaches say, "Hold on a second, and then you give the other which you were giving the other coach a piece of paper, but you know it had scenarios on there. Yeah. And and I just think that's awesome. So go ahead, Matt. I saw, I saw you write something down. No, I didn't. <laughs> he's drawing. <laughs> I, I can see what he's drawing doodles over <laughs> here. You got, man. I didn't. Oh, yeah, you, you like Chip Gregg? You're just drawing stars and yeah. stuff? No. Nah. Nah. I was taking notes on that. Oh, I was taking notes. <laughs> I'll text you <laughs> on, later on, if you want. The situation tournament. <laughs> yeah, no, it was you good. You can do that in any game, any right. sport. Yeah, you can exactly. definitely do that. With, I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I hadn't right. heard of it. All right. Um, I ain't going to lie. I'm. Kind of hitting the wall, but I mean, besides my wrap up here, y'all got anything else you want to talk about? Because I mean, I I have a question. I mean, just I, I do want to go back to you know you talked about Wyatt and how how good of a kid he is. You know, last him and Sam are buddies, play AAU together, and back in two years ago when we could go out and scout, you know, I'd go scout a St. Henry game or their opponent because we're not playing, and guess who's sitting in the stands watching that game? Sam Vincent. You know, and then we're playing a game, you know, and it's a sea of blue and you see a bright red. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A redhead kid with a mohawk who can dunk. Yeah. 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 You know, so that's the cool thing about high school basketball. And I talk, I was talking with Sam earlier uh, or last night about getting some gym time and just want to get in and shoot, you know, and, and he texts me back. He goes, I got, I'm good. You know, and he said, I'm going to shoot with Keandre Nelson, you know, a Newport kid. Right. That's a, a, a district rival. Right. You know. But they're going to shoot together. Right. They're going to exactly. hang out and shoot together. That's the cool thing. That's what high school basketball is about. You know, and we tell the kids all the time, enjoy this, man. When you get old like us, you wish you had that one more game. Right. You know. But that that's all I wanted to get back to. No, I'm with you. Anything else? No. Well, I got to ask one more question. I know we covered a lot. Without getting emotional, and I'm going to go left to right, so I'm going to start with you. How, besides the obvious, you're always going to be a state champion. How does it feel? For me, it's – I don't think it's still sunk in yet. <laughs> you know, I'm telling these guys, this year would have been my dad's, and he's still alive, would have been his 68th straight Sweet 16. Um, he coaches actually at the seventh grade level in Highlands and, and just for health reasons, basically in, in COVID, he just streamed it, um, doing it for him. I mean, that was hearing it in his voice when he called and, and, and then hearing from my brothers who, who both played high school basketball, my mom, my wife, I mean, just it, it and, and my first sweet 16 ever was 1981. I was eight years old and I went to God knows how many in a row. And so I appreciate Kentucky State basketball. You know, I went down there with my brother uh, at, when he was in Highlands, and they played two straight years, and they, they played Hazard one year, got knocked out the first round next year, played Clay County, Richie Farmer, and, and got knocked out again. And, and, and they were very good Highlands teams. I mean, so I kind of knew how hard it was. And, and our kids and, and just they – they were locked in from day one. And, and uh, just so proud. I, I, and, and can't say enough about Kevin. I mean, and Kevin deserved that. He deserved the state championship. People don't realize how hard he's worked over the last eight years. And 
Um, and then do it with Kevin Orm as well, who, like I said, we are together. <laughs> they order for each other at lunch. Yeah, it's oh, really? 18 <laughs> hours a day probably. Our, our wives are a little jealous, <laughs> so let's just say that. So do you and, have him under, like, second wife in your phone? Uh, my yeah, wife calls it a sister yeah, wife. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. And um, like I said, I still don't think it's sunk in yet, but, but I mean, it's it's awesome. Well, ain't sunk in because you're still doing shows like this, right? <laughs> yeah. You haven't had time to think about it. But uh, it just, like I said, being a Kentucky high school basketball fan, and, and it, it it was incredible. I mean, it really was. Yeah, it, uh, going back, and I'll go back to what I stated earlier, you know, with kids like Zach and, and Sam and Luke, watching them at such a young age, at second and third grade, playing for game time and and hearing those kids as they got older, you know, we're going to Rupp Arena when we're senior. My senior year, we're going to go to Rupp Arena. You know, that that meant a lot to me. Uh, you know, and the being a coach, the worst two days of the year are cuts, horrible, and the last game of the year. You know, to sit in that locker room, and, you know, and we it's hard to tell a kid, you know, the seniors, this, you know, you guys have been great. Thank you for everything you've done. You know, the boys to men, all the coach speak stuff you talk about, you know, and and I told my wife, I said, I don't know how I can look at Sam Vincent and Luke Mahler and Bryson Cody and Daniel Buchanan and have that conversation because I've spent hours and hours and hours with them, you know, so it, it's so emotional. It, I was preparing for the worst, but expecting the best, you know, unfortunately we, we got the best, um, but I'll go. You know, nobody deserves that thing more than Coach Listerman. Uh, the hours and hours and hours and late phone calls. And, you know, we joke all the time. You know, Coach and I go to – we go out after games, we go out and grab a a, a cocktail and, and lunch or dinner. And the, the running joke was whoever Kevin calls first has to pay the bill. <laughs> you know? He didn't tell me. I, well, he didn't, didn't want to ruin it. But, you know, yeah. we'd be sitting at Midway or, or you know, and – you know, whoever he called first had to pay the bill. You know? <laughs> so, but the the labor of love, the passion he has, is is next to none. And, and you know, great man, great father, great husband, and, and a great coach. Uh, learned a lot from him. You know, in my my own life. And when that horn hit in the Connor game, and we hugged, we were both. I mean, I I've cried more in the last three weeks than I have in fourteen. Hey, Jimmy V, man. But we we were hugging each other, you know, and just crying. And he said, we did it. We finally did it. You know, can you believe it? And I, yes, I do. I believe it. You know, and then the the same thing with the state tournament. And this is kind of a funny story. We we were hugging, laughing. You know, the the game was kind of out of reach, so it wasn't as – it was right. emotional yeah. or dramatic, if you will. Right. Yeah. Right. You, you didn't hit a buzzer beater. Right. You know, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I'm fine with that because right. my heart probably <laughs> wouldn't have been able to take that anymore. But uh, we were hugging and, you know, just, again, sobbing and and, and uh, same conversations. You, you know, can you believe this? We're state champions. And he, then he said, he looked at me, he goes, I got to sit down. I think I'm going to faint. I'm dehydrated. I'm That's funny. But, again, just to see the, the joy in the kid's face, the community out, outpouring has been unbelievable. You know, it took Scott and I, after we won the state that night, we never went to bed. Yeah. We, you know, we stayed up. We watched the, the game. Us coaches went up, and we watched <laughs> the game again, you know, in, at the hotel. 
and uh, may celebrate it a little bit. Yeah. You know, at six six forty five in the morning, we walked up to our hotel room, got a shower, we got in our car and drove to Siesta Key for spring break. See, I didn't know you. So, by the way, see, I didn't know you went to Siesta Key. Yeah, how, yeah. how was the uh, daiquiri deck? Was it is it open? Is it running? Same. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Same. awesome. <laughs> daiquiri deck's money. You know, and, and it, like Scott said, I don't know that it's fully sunk in yet. Uh, and and it it's about eighty percent. Um, and I hope it never does. I hope it never does. It shouldn't. I hope it never fully sinks in. Uh, but about Wednesday of spring break, you know, you know, kind of snap my fingers and let's go. You know, back to normal. I did sleep for 13 hours one night. <laughs> I think yes. the adrenaline finally left. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> All right, Coach, wrap to, it up. To, wow. to the skipper. To the skipper. Um, I guess I'm going to come at it from a couple of different perspectives. The first, the first is the players. You know, Kevin talked about the fact that the kids talked about it, right? So they believed that it was possible. The difference is that this group worked. You know, there are a lot of people that say, I want – this right, like you talk, and doers. absolutely. They were doers, and they were willing to do what other people aren't always willing to do in terms of putting in the time to become great. You know, you don't go and shoot fifty percent at the state tournament from three point line by accident, right? That's not getting hot one day. That's a whole lot of work, and just blow teams out. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll say it, it for you. Well, blow teams out. The, the most dominant when you look at the point spread plus nineteen and a half. Right. That's the largest margin of victory in the history of the state tournament. One hundred five years. That's un- years. unbelievable. Coach Vegas lost on that one. Yeah, <laughs> Vegas lost on that one. I, I don't think I was putting that money on that one. So, you know, for our kids that are here, right? The kids that were here, they they absolutely deserved it, and it was so awesome to see their faces and the joy come out. Um, for the guys that were here before, for all the guys that have played for me, they know how much I care about them as individuals. And the text messages and the things that I got from them saying, Coach, congratulations, we couldn't be happier. You know, just it's about the relationships that you build. And and then the the part of it for the community at large. There are so many people here at, at Highlands. Uh, my, my favorite one, I got a text from Willie Schlarman. And our two boys play together. Coach Willie coached here, assistant head coach, Hall of Famer, should be Hall of Famer at Islands here very soon. Um, he goes, Coach, you did something I didn't think was possible. He said, when Derek Smith, Scott Drowd, Jared Lorenzen, and those guys couldn't bring it home, he goes, I just didn't think it was possible. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you, you went out there and did it. You know, I mean, that's one of my childhood heroes telling me that mm-hmm. I just did something that he didn't think was possible. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, finally for my family, with with all the time that my dad, Coach, talked about his first state tournament experience. First one I remember was going to watch in Richie Farmer and, and Allen Houston go at it, back-to-back state championships. So all the history, all the time, everything, to be the guy that did that, right? right? Uh, that hasn't sunk in. To be the guy, like, how how do – I mean, let's put it this way. When somebody says Northern Kentucky basketball, best high school coaches, Kenny Shields comes up, number one. Right. It, it, it's him. You you could argue Moat Hills, and yeah, there, yeah, there are a few other guys. My name's next to his. That, that 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 doesn't that doesn't resonate like, yet. That, that that that's not going to sink in. Um, I don't want to say ever because you never right. never say never, always say never. But um, 
and, and, and I'll tell you this, every um, selfish moment here, National Anthem, when I go to gyms, yeah, like at Highlands, I'm just going to use for an example, National Anthem, I count the stripes, I count the stars, have it, and then I look at jerseys. Yeah. And as a credit to you three, not just you, Coach, but that forever, you're, yeah. you're, you're it. I know. I, I <laughs> you're know it. <laughs> hey, and, uh, and, and, uh, we're, and we're living it. I, like, right, it's, right, right. You're that's, it. That's the, yeah. the, 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 the cool part, I guess, is as, as it sinks in, is we get away from that moment. We will fully appreciate what this team was and what they did. Um, and it, it sometimes in the moment, we, we kept telling kids, enjoy the moment, enjoy it, enjoy it. It's hard to, as a coach, Annette, to fully enjoy it because you know what the next piece is. You know what's coming. And then all of a sudden, you're there, right? right. Um, but it, it's just it, – it's an incredible thing. And like I said, it's not something you ever sit there and say, we're going to do this, right? right? You, you, you go through the process. If we do the process, the results are going to come. And you have to be willing to live whatever those results are. And a whole lot of times, you got to have that terrible conversation with your kids and say, the, the last one didn't go our way. This time, not only my, – and my wife loves to ask me all the time, she goes, when are the good guys going to win? Right. And and on the fl- plane down to Florida on spring break, I tapped her on and on, and I said, the good guys just got one. And, you know, it, it's it's humbling. A lot of ways it's overwhelming. You You just sit back and say – it validates all the stuff we were doing. Not that it needed validation, but it's nice to have it. Helps. It helps. Yeah, it does. It's nice. And and then the next part is let's keep doing it. Right. Let, it not not winning championships. Let's keep doing what doing. we're doing because it, it's making a difference in, in the lives of these young people, and it's awesome. Gotcha. No, that's, that's good, man. Um, uh, I, I do have one thing i got to tell you about your dad because it's funny. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I – Let's flip it. All right, so I'm going to tell that story first. So I can't remember our third, and God bless him, whoever it is, I'm sorry, but uh, your dad at Holmes when he had Beetle on them. Yep. Me, Sandlin, and God bless it, I can't remember the third. You know, 99.9% of the time, we're in that locker room right there behind the, yeah. the, the seats. We roll in with our suitcases, your pops. Uh-uh, boys, separation of church and state. You're over here tonight. <laughs> we were on the other side of the floor in the other locker room. And uh, obviously, I didn't know if your dad was coming tonight or whatever. But uh, I always tell people that story because, again, man, take emotion out of it. <laughs> stories are stories. We do this yep. for, I don't want to say for fun, but at the end of the yeah. day, I don't give two craps who wins. But I'll never forget that. And Sandlin tells it better because he's a better storyteller than I am. But your dad said, uh-uh. Not tonight, boys. <laughs> Separation of church and state. You're over here on this side. And I never hey, goosebumps even talking about it. Um, but uh, coach, you got anything, Matt? We closing. I mean, I, I, unless they got something else to talk about, <laughs> I, I do want to add a little no, bit. No, please. Hey, so we had please. our we had our community celebration the other night at the football field for the the because they didn't get to see these kids play all year, right? They finally got a little taste of it, streaming whatever. So we had a little celebration on the field, and uh, afterwards we're all just standing there. A bunch of people were taking pictures with the state trophy. And uh, I was standing talking uh, to my wife and somebody else. And I look off to the backside, and it was Coach Shields, Coach Mess, Kevin, and Kevin's dad, Coach Listerman. 
and I heard somebody say in just in in, the, in speaking, he goes, "That picture is worth a, a million dollars. That is the Mount Rushmore of Highlands basketball." That that was pretty cool. Yeah. It is to see those four. You know, Coach Shields still comes to a lot of the games. Oh, you know, I, I, I fist bumping every time you know, I'm there. And to to hear that, it kind of it was rewarding. You know, just as an assistant coach, it was rewarding to hear. Oh no, it is, man. Um, uh, there's um, like you said, man. Um, and you guys probably know well, may way more than I know. But just the history, like you said, like you mentioned, with Coach Shields, and, and respectfully, who was the second fellow you named? Uh, Buster Petty. Mode Hills. Mode Hill. Oh, Mode Hill. Oh, Northern I, Kentucky. Mode Hills off, was the coach of Covenant Catholic when they won their five state regional championships in, okay. in the late 60s and okay. early 70s. And respectfully, I didn't know that. That's yeah. all I'm asking. And then who was the other one? Uh, so those two, I, I think. No, 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 you said two. The one was a Cuffcath. Was the other one there as well? No. Uh, coach Shields. Coach well, no, Shields. No, no, no. I know uh, Coach Shields. You said who? Coach Mesmer. Coach Mesmer in Highlands. Mesmer. He won. Mesmer in Highlands. No, no. No, I don't know I, if I said Reynolds no, Flynn or not. No, no, no. I know Coach Flynn. I'm sorry. I, th- I thought you said another name. No. Sorry. Never mind. Never mind. Sorry. This yeah. Guy. No, no, no. Jesus. So, no, I, I guess the fella at Holmes. No, I guess the fella. I'm sorry. I guess the fella at Cuffcath. Yeah. You said his first and last name. Mote Hills. Yeah. I, I thought you were saying yeah. it was two last names. No, 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 I'm no. sorry. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I no. thought you were saying this like pomp and. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but no, it's, um, no, man. And like I said, uh, it's, it's, it's something to be proud of, and, and I know you guys are, and, and I don't want to talk in circles here, but uh, it's uh, it's amazing, man. And, and, and I say that respectfully. Um, of my 12 years in it, would you guys agree this was probably one of the toughest years to come out of the ninth in terms of six or seven teams? I would. I mean, I mean, quantity. Yes. Quanti- yeah. Quali- yeah, 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 depth like, of quality depth, teams. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, you, know you, you look at it, Beachwood didn't get to the regional tournament. I mean, and there are years where a district's loaded, right? Right. But well, you look, you look at that, and then you look at you know Connor what they did, Dixie the year they hit. I mean, when you look across the state and the number of wins that the top of the ninth region had, right. you're going to arguably find a a year where we had that much depth at the top. Yeah. Well, usually in a reg, you know, in a regional tournament, the night of the draw, you you know they're the, the losing teams in the district usually are you know are not the top. You know, it's cream, a wrap. you know, and that wasn't the case this year. You know, even even the teams that won that their district, their the runner up wasn't a bad team either. Right. You know, so it, it, I I would say yes. St. Henry was the number one team in the state, yeah. one and two yeah. after the district championship, so they right. were losing. <laughs> so right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody was getting a tough right. game. Hey, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Any ice? Anything? Well, I'll say again, congratulations to all you guys. Uh, having you. never met you, uh, Kevin, um, you seem and appear to be a hell of a leader. Um, <laughs> your your comments, you know, I notice you say we a lot, never I. I don't know if that's on purpose. <laughs> it's uh, not. It it is, but it's not thought. It, yeah. it, it's it's we and and these two guys here make me look really good on a regular basis. But it it, it is a we. Yeah, Took the words day. right out of my mouth, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what a good leader does. And and you talking about, um, you know, years ago when you made kind of that paradigm shift of stop talking about trophies and state championships and going through the process and the process, it'll take care of itself. And it sure in hell did this year. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know, the smile on your guys' faces and, and even seeing the, the, the young guys that were here earlier, it's pretty awesome. You know, and I talked about some numbers. I mean, it's 104 years, and you guys are one of them. 
and that's yeah. awesome. And congratulations to you guys, and thank and, you. Uh, good luck on on more success. It hurts me to say that as a Dixie guy, but <laughs> <Yeah>. good <laughs> luck to you. Uh, no, thank you. Good luck against everyone besides Dixie. Yeah. <laughs> well, we get that a lot. No, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for giving us the the, the platform to be able to do this tonight, Papa. It, it's it's awesome. You know, you saw what what our kids are like. Uh, you know, and the timing that they put in, our staff, uh, not just these guys, but all the way through our sixth grade coaches, the time. I mean, we, it, it's incredible how much it takes to, to even have that possibility. It's not necessarily fun going through the process. Right. It's nice to be able to reach the mountaintop. The, the first part of that is patience. <laughs> right? A whole patience, lot of patience. process and, and perseverance. Yeah, perseverance. So, uh, you know, just thank you for having us, and, and we're so glad to be able to do it. Well, listen, hey, guys, you will forever be – Kentucky State champs, thank you all so much for coming on. I know Fro was first for you, Coach Listerman, but I wanted the group. Thank you all for coming. There you you. go, Fro. Hey, check out the podcast, subscribe, all that good stuff. Peace.